7 o'clock. Do you know where your freedom is? Welcome to another edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? Thank you. God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Why am I persecuted? Hey everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pig, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly worldwide. What a day for Ted Cruz, everybody. But we'll get to that a little bit later. Um... <laughs> Uh, he really choked it this time. Um, yeah, so <laughs> you can't beat this news. Um, and, uh, of course, joining me on the program as always, uh, from Washington, D.C., uh, out of the, the Beltway Bureau, and of course from Four, Four Freedoms blog, Rain, welcome to the program. I've heard that Ted Cruz's staff is fully... I can't even. I can't even. <laughs> you know, I heard that he liked his palms greased by lobbyists, but this is ridiculous. Um, so uh, <laughs> he has staff members that are more than willing to look into it. They all just have one hand. Well, yes. So uh, he just he just wanted to go on a date with. Uh, uh, wait, wait. What is it? Uh, Pamela Henderson. Uh, <laughs> That one's a groaner. Anyway, uh, we have more. We got plenty more where, the, where those uh, euphemisms came from. <laughs> I heard that giggle. <laughs> Sorry for the Hi, awkward everybody. silence. And of course, uh, uh, they survived, ladies and germs. Let's go ahead and give them a little bit of fanfare here on the program uh, as soon as uh, my fanfare is up and running. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, it's the one, the only, Michelle and Miles in Port St. Lucie, Florida. They made it, everybody. They made it. Yay! Whee! Yes, hello. And, and I did hear some sad news that Ted Cruz did fire Rosie Palm. Oh, see, that's just, that's that's really sad, you know. That's, um... Yeah. I wonder if she'll get severance. <laughs> oh. I, I just have to say, I am shocked with Ted Cruz being such an erect pillar of society. <laughs> see? It's it's shocking. It's not going to end there tonight, folks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bet it's not. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, well, you know, he's from Texas. He just, you know, mounted his pony and waited for the posse to come. Everything's bigger <laughs> in Texas. Mm, not everything. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> Even the sense of hypocrisy is bigger. Yeah, it is. Well, and you apparently- know what? Ted Cruz is currently blaming it on his staff. <laughs> and apparently somebody likes That's actually sta- true. Yeah, he is. <laughs> I know. I know. He fingered he fingered one of his staff. Oh no. <laughs> well, he better better get a firm grip on that. My <laughs> 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 <Thank> goodness. <laughs> oh dear. 
so so yeah uh oh, the the uh it's funny that uh somebody the um let me see see at sexual uh, sexual posts uh tweeted at ted cruz and said thanks for watching ted so and apparently <laughs> somebody's into stepmom porn <laughs> you know and this this one this one uh blew me away um it, it, when i was in the uh you know the place where i should never go you'll never find the more wretched hive of scum and i was blood. on the mediaite comment board and somebody was like well at least he wasn't watching all that homo porn like all these filthy lib freaks here and I'm thinking, and I responded. I said, "Oh, um, there were actually there were two women, and the screen grab I saw definitely wasn't missionary position." So I asked them to reference what yeah. part of the Bible um, was cool with doggy style and uh, three ways. <laughs> and, and just so everybody knows, a three way, there's oh, there's only. Two sexes, really. I mean, you know, the, the, you you know, there there are people who who are gender ambiguous, you know, whatever, and they identify that way, and that is fine. But you know, for for the most part, when you see three way porn like that, it involves either two men and one woman, or one woman and uh, one uh, wait, two men and one woman, or two women and one man. And apparently, Cruz yeah. likes the likes the girl on girl on guy kind of stuff. So, there is, at the very least, a, a hint of bisexuality going on in that. Um. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that that's fair. But you know, it's yeah. two hot chicks, so you know, at least not a couple, you know, dudes. Well, which I think that we all agree. I don't care if a person watches porn. Don't mean either. I don't care, even if it's hardcore. I mean, the the only place where I get into like I care is when there's underage people and people doing porn without consent. Okay, I don't care if Ted Cruz watches porn. Not at all. I I kind of wish that he watched more porn, so this way he couldn't bring more children into the world that have to live with a father named Ted Cruz. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, right? they should have. It's the, the hypocrisy. They should have oh, said, yeah. you know who they should have dispatched uh, before Cruz was born? The condom police. Yes, that's right. <laughs> yes. So, by the way, the condom police is uh, one of Ted Cruz's favorite pornos. Uh, so, um, yeah. <laughs> Although this little accidental uh, liking of this does reveal, it does r confirm that Cruz is unable to banon himself. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. Why would you bother? Why would you bother watching porn if you could do that? So, there you sure, go. sure. So, uh, oof, speaking of Bannon, we'll have some of that garbage later. Uh, but yeah, again, you know, that's my thing. And, and what's funny is everybody totally misses the point over in the hive of scum and villainy. I, I, they're like, oh, whoa, all these socially liberal people are all of a sudden freaking out about sex. No. Nope. Not no. at all. Nope. Nope. You want you, you want porn? You got porn. Have all the porn you want. But when you, you dirty pricks, you start saying, oh, let's see, private companies uh, can discriminate against what kind of birth control women get on their health care mm -hmm. plans. Or you, you know, are, are super, I mean, pro-life, so creepy that you want to plaster billboards 
with you know uh, medical waste. Um, you know, he was also but, behind. He was also behind the Texas bill that tried to ban dildos. Yes, I was just about oh. to say. <laughs> yes. Wow. I mean, so he he just wanted to take away anything that could pleasure people. And by the way, dildos are not just for women. No, but no. He, he endorsed that bill. I heard his, he, his good friend Glenn Bick, uh, Glenn Bick, Glenn Beck sent him a present, <laughs> a box of dildos. Yeah, so Glenn Beck sent him a congratula- congratulatory gift on this. A box of dildos. There you go. Enjoy, Ted. <laughs> They're all different yeah, flavors. One, one for yeah, each day of the week. Against, we're not against porn. We're just against hypocrisy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the, what I try and point out to these idiots. Yep. But they, they, they're just like, oh. oh, you know, and the creepiest thing about it is all of a sudden all these conservatives decided to start sharing what their porn search histories are. Well, what I, my go-to is, and I'm like, I, I don't want to know anything really? about you. Yeah. Really? Yeah. See, wow. That's, that's fascinating to me because other other Republican politicians? No, just people in the no, hivest scum and villainy. Oh, I just right. nicknamed them the Skive. The Skive. That's good. Yeah. It's kind of like that's Rope amazing. Holder. They they really did that. So they support this guy, even though he's a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. I'm I'm of really course. kind of that. That's amazing to me. So what? They're all Spartacus now. Yeah, well, or Spunkticus. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, God. Something yeah, like they, that. Spunkticus. Spunkticus. Oh, dear they're, God. Their desire to hold on power yeah. makes them unable to be critical. They will, they will circle the wagons and hold on to power as best they can. Until it becomes so intolerable that they're like, oh, we can't win the next election. And then they punt him. They drop him like yesterday's wet rag. Well, here's here's one for you. We, we, when you brought up the I am uh, Spunkticus or Sputicus. Um, or, or, well, actually, I've been calling Ted Spew. Ted, uh, Ted Spews was my nickname for him earlier today. Um, uh, this comes from Mediaite by Ken Meyer. Uh, Breitbart lighter, uh, Breitbart writer likes Ted Cruz porn post in solidarity. So, uh, Breitbart writer Charlie Nash says there's nothing wrong with Ted Cruz enjoying some pornography. He's ready to stand firm and drive that message on Twitter. Um, firm. Cat <laughs> apparently cat faint phrase. Apparently, Ken Meyer has a, a little bit of a sense of humor uh, as well. Uh, media intrigue into Cruz's Twitter activity climaxed last night after the Texas after the Texas senator liked a video of people getting it on. Cruz is trying to move past the incident, though the rest of the world's mockery and laughter is still rising to the peak. It indeed it is. As for Nash, the Breitbart tech and LGBT expert, apparently there's just lgbt uh says he he will yeah no q there um and uh or a and then uh this expert quote-unquote expert i'm sure a breitbart expert on on the the lgbtqa community not a a thing Uh. that's like um that's like Jews for Jesus, you know, uh, like uh, uh, Fugelsang likes to point out. Uh, but uh, he, he says uh, uh, he will like the same porn clip in solidarity with Cruz. 
uh hashtag brave <laughs> that was a little more humor and uh, it says ted cruz did nothing wrong i will like the same post in solidarity and then his other tweet says don't tell me you're a uh, don't tell me you're a republican if you won't bust a nut in solidarity with ted cruz oh my god oh no so okay i'm thinking you just take oh my god <laughs> I mean, maybe the GOP can all get together and then they, you know, they they can, you know, do a circle jerk and then I'll fight over the ookie cookie in the end. I don't know, you know, if they really want to show solidarity. And if anybody doesn't know what the ookie cookie is, don't Google it. <laughs> is that like the upper decker? <laughs> no, it's uh, it's it's uh, I don't want to know. No, I learned it from Howard Stern, everybody. Oh. Um <laughs> But yeah, so uh, but it was funny because uh, uh, Jonathan uh, Levine uh, tweeted at uh, this idiot from Breitbart and says, "Will you unlike in solidarity as well in ten minutes?" <laughs> because, ten? because that long, I think it was like forty minutes. Um, <laughs> I'd read an hour, but yeah, yeah. So <laughs> he did okay. unlike it. That's for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. it should be mentioned, I, and and I think this is. I think one of the reasons why I find this story so amazing is that last year, actually it was about a year and a half ago, it was in April, like the spring of 2016, there were all kinds of allegations that have never been proven or disproven that Ted Cruz, his name was on the DC Madams list. That is true. And From also, the 90s. There, was a, there was a softcore porn star in one of his commercials too. Do you remember that? I forgot that. Yeah. That's so right. I forget. Porno Ted. So, Porno Ted, I everybody. Have, Go ahead. I have no reason not to believe that he did look at that. He probably had a couple of glasses of some lovely buttery Chardonnay. <laughs> and his finger twitched in the wrong place. It twitched on his Twitter button instead of where it should have twitched. Well, you know, I heard that he was just brushing up uh, on, on, you know, his legal practices. And then he was just badgering the witness. There's <laughs> <So. laughs> a whole new meaning to cruising the internet. Yeah. This is, this oh, yes. is, <laughs> oh no. Oh, you're right. I mean, it's come full circle now. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure Papa Raphael is proud. You know, somebody was saying uh, that that he should he should just resign now and start his own mega church uh, that, over on the Hive. And uh, and I said, well, yeah, he has firsthand experience with the bishop. Oh, <laughs> I just, I know, I've seen the videos of uh, Ted Cruz in this evangel evangelical stuff, and they were like thinking that Ted Cruz was the next Jesus Christ, and how he's come to save America, and this and that, and they were singing the praises in the church, and I'm like, oh, and and now this comes out, and it's like, yeah. I, well, I last night they could have said he is risen, and they would have been correct. <laughs> well, maybe maybe he needs something a little more to, to uh, get it. Up. Sure, oh, that's a good sure. point. It's a good point. All right, Rain, what I, were you going to say? Oh, or, or Michelle? Just, who, who is Michelle? Actually, yeah. okay. I Michelle? do have a serious question. Um, yes. Most web browsers nowadays are infected with the ad type where that custom tailors your ads that you see, even if you're on like a normal site to odd stuff, you know, that you searched in the past or shown a preference for. So even 
if it was an accident, why is that sort of stuff showing up where he can accidentally click on it? Is my question. I think you're assuming he accidentally. <laughs> I, I, I have I a feeling it. he sought it out. <laughs> Does anybody know if he followed that account? Because it was on Twitter. Uh, I don't think that was that would have been reported if he did. But you know, you—that's a good point. That means it showed up. Mm-hmm. It aggregated yeah. in his Twitter. Oh! <laughs> or it was actively sought out, one way or the oh other. You know, it was it, it, which which is worse. Just see, you know, it—it's it, all it's sorts a good of questions. Question. <laughs> so many questions. Uh oh, Clinster's putting it hysterical. A, Oh shit. Oh, that's the best shirt ever. Masturbate Ted. Oh, oh no. <laughs> yeah, you remember that old remember that old well meme? Done, the, oh, thank you, Clinster. We're gonna we'll give you an amen for that one. Um Amen. Uh no, the amen. what was that that trust Ted what they were doing? It, yes. um yeah that was the the whole uh campaign they were doing and of course that met with endless mockery uh well, with at this uh, point i think heidi is going to have a trust away from him uh, uh, yeah wow a trust right well sometimes couples watch porn together i i i don't, I, I don't i'm not i don't know i sort of i hope I he has feel- family filter on in the home computers <laughs> I just, I love that. I love that Ted Cruz, his office came out and said, we're going to investigate this. We're going to get to the bottom of this member. (laughs) 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 Staff. Oops. (laughs) We're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to find out who really did this. And it it literally reminded me of when OJ said after he got acquitted, I will find my wife's killer. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. And, and I'm like, no, dude, it was you. We all know it was you. Uh, all yeah. Ain't nobody coming to your defense. Although I would like Ted to say Cruz this is a and much. And his office hasn't even denied it. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, and also there's a there's a this is a, some breaking news here. Um, there there's going to be an official dance move at all future GOP events called the Five Knuckle Shuffle. Everyone, so uh, mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> Wait, no, I, I meant to play the, uh, the rim shot. There you go. Um, anyway, yeah, so now I said before we started the show, we were going to dedicate the entire first segment to talking about the hurricane and what's going on. <laughs> but um, I, I kind of just went with Coming Miles along. and Michelle's lead here. And, uh, you know, uh, <laughs> hey, uh, so we'll, we'll talk about that next segment uh, because this is perfect. <laughs> This is just, uh, I mean, um, yeah, they, of course, yeah, that, that's where I, I stole that from, was a mediaite as well by Aiden McLaughlin, Ted Cruz finger staffer for liking late night <laughs> porn tweets. Yes! <laughs> After he fingered himself, apparently. Uh, so, <laughs> so uh, but yeah, let's uh, uh, let, let's check this story out real quick. Um, but this is from you know the the official response. It says Senator Ted Cruz official Twitter account was on a steamy late night bender last night when somebody using the account liked a very explicit Reality Kings clip of a porn video posted to the social media platform. Uh, and the Texas senator who self-identifies as a man of God but has been accused of, <laughs> of being a serial masturbator, his old high school roommate said that, uh, issued an explanation of the Twitter uh, of the Twitter like to reporters on Tuesday blaming an unnamed staffer. 
There are a number of people on the team who have access to the account, Cruz explained, according to Politico. It appears that someone inadvertently hit the like button. When we discovered the post, which I guess was an hour or two later, we pulled it down. That's what he did when he liked it. I bet something got pulled. Pulled down his pants. Here's here's what I'm hoping, (laughs) is that... That light goes out, right? And Ted Cruz just shuts down thing. You know, he he has other, he's a busy guy. Sure, he's a politician. He goes off and does whatever, right? And the and the tweets and the Twitter and the internet gets hold of this and it just explodes. And somebody that knows Ted Cruz like Ted. sees it and calls him and goes, "Hey, uh, Ted, you may want to get onto Twitter real quick because uh, you're trending." You said, come over here. You said, get a hold of it until it explodes. Yes, you did. (laughs) Miles said that. I mean, you know, it was from this morning, Ed O'Keefe from The Post. And I have to bring that. This was from 11 o'clock this morning. Ted Cruz said that, quote, a staffing issue led to his official Twitter account quote, liking, unliking a pornographic image overnight. And right right away, like, the, the, the comments, I would have thought Ted Cruz to have a firmer standards with his staff. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, I heard he's a hands-on boss. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Just... <laughs> but they really came out and said they have a staffing issue. Yes. That's yeah. an official... <laughs> Yes, they, he said um, it was a staffing issue. He continued, and it was inadvertent. It was a mistake. It was not a deliberate <laughs> act, and we're dealing with it internally. He was dealing with it externally last night. Oh, I bet he's dealing with it internally. I bet you Heidi is making sure something is now internal. Yeah, chastity it probably, belt. It probably didn't take him long to erect an investigation. See, see, right there. Uh, so. Uh, his, his- his rod and his staff will comfort thee. Oh, see. Thank you. All right. And, uh, you know, I- I'm surprised we've gotten through this entire segment without once saying penis. Don't say penis in this house. <laughs> I couldn't figure there. out how to work it in. <laughs> That's what Ted said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what I wonder what kind of lube you use. That banana oil. So, uh, but uh, I do want to say the positive outcome of this is uh, Ted Cruz is a job creator, uh, helping put Mister Kleenex's children through college. Hand job. So, so <laughs> oh, see now you you took it a step further, but I, I'll, I'll allow it. <laughs> I'll allow it. I just he oh. deserves all of this for all of the hypocrisy, and and the the intolerance that that guy wants to legislate. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, that's why I'm mocking him. You know, if he came clean after he washed his hands off um, <laughs> and said, look, I'm a Christian guy. I like porn. A lot of Christian guys like porn. A lot of people like porn. That's, that's okay if he came clean about it. And I'm not even trying to make a joke. I wouldn't make fun of it. But you can't do that. I mean, if you go back to what was his name, Mr. Wide Stance? Uh, Larry, Larry Craig. Craig. Larry Craig. When he finally got caught, when he finally got caught, when he got arrested and all this stuff, he sort of came clean. And then he went away, which is good. Because he was the one who accused Bill Clinton of being a naughty, naughty boy. And the hypocrisy finally came around and bit him. 
in his wide stance. <laughs> yes. And he finally went away. I just, I don't like the hypocrisy. That's the, that's the thing. I mean. Yeah. So. Yeah. They're trying to change it and say it's about the pornography. It's not. It's about the hypocrisy. No. Yep. And speaking of which, uh, that the synopsis of the porno he was watching is right here. America has always been best when she is lying down with her back on the mat. And the crowd oh God. is given the final count. Oh, gosh. <laughs> final countdown. Oh! Count. 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 So. I meant to say. It's okay. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, now, I, here's the thing. I know a lot of folks out there might want to give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm sure none of them are listening to this show or participating in this show. Uh, but, um, he needs to stick up for himself. <clears throat> oh, see? <laughs> Just stick straight up there. But uh, this is, this is why I'm not willing to. We could do three hours of this. This would be amazing. Um <laughs> The reason why I'm not willing to give him the benefit of, benefit of the doubt is because this is a man who told, and I don't have the audio for it. I might try and track it down. It might be on an external drive or something, um, or my storage drive. Uh, but um, this is a man who said that overturning Citizens United was the equivalent of repealing the First Amendment. No, no, he didn't say it was the equivalent. He said it was repealing the First Amendment. He said that to a, a room full of, you know, people, and they audibly gasped when he said it. So some little shit rat who is willing to tell that egregious of a lie and say that Citizens United is one and the same with the First Amendment doesn't deserve anybody's anybody's uh, you know um, he doesn't that, deserve sympathy no and the, he deserves sympathy, yeah. all of the ridicule that the First Amendment gives each and every one of us hmm? yeah I mean that's the way I'm looking at it when when somebody props themselves up on a soapbox and they have a bullhorn, and and they are doing the exact thing that they are preaching against. It's time to just you know take that bullhorn and shove it with the sun don't shine. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. and I he has he deserves no pity from me. Lion Ted. Lion Ted. He still he still has not denied it. I, I mean I think this is important. Even though he's like we're we're gonna have the staff look into it. We have a staffing problem. We have all this other stuff. He himself has not come out and said. I did not tweet that out. And it has been well over 12 hours, hasn't it? Because didn't this happen early? Um, oh, it's, it's going on 24. 12. It's going on it, it, All right. it's about 20. 20 the cover-up is always 19. worse than the crime. Well, yeah. that's that's a condom is a cover-up, right? <laughs> it is. Let's let's get some condiments involved. Well, Jay Colley says, says, as David Cross called it, uh, patriotism. <laughs> mm. <laughs> <laughs> I've been trying to craft a Pinocchio joke and I just can't get it right. Oh well. Uh, well, just can't. <laughs> well, at a certain point, you could say the nose is long and hard. <laughs> yeah. Unless they use softwood. Hmm. <laughs> something, 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 Geppetto. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Go with Jizz Petto. 
Oh, see, then that's this is this is getting all kinds of all kinds of wrong. Um, but uh, <laughs> there once was a man from Calgary. Easy. Oh, was he from Calgary? Oh, see, is that that's where he was funny from? because yeah. what isn't Ted from Canada? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He was, yes, he was born there. Yes. I Love thought it. it was Calgary. I think I, I think I'm right. Calgary, Calgary. Maybe it's Winnipeg. But I'm, Said I'm I like Cal- porn, and now play. I will jizzery. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I need to look for the uh, <clears throat> Citizens United drop uh, on this break because it it definitely uh, is something that bears repeating. Uh, because just to prove, show not to prove, just to illustrate what a horrible liar he is. I know you guys already know that, but you know it's worth repeating. Oh yeah, so sure it is. Um, <laughs> anyway, let's go ahead and uh, listen to a song from Bobber. Um, and, and I know this song's called "She Won't Let Go," but we'll we'll just imagine to ourselves <laughs> he won't let go. When <laughs> so really, I'd hate to be like the cleaning crew at the Senate building tonight. Yeah, uh, I <sighs> that's that's rough stuff there. So uh, <laughs> there's there's a reason to fight for fifteen. There is, there is. So all right, well I'll tell you what we're gonna go ahead and uh, run to the break. When we come back, I I did find that Ted Cruz clip, so I'll uh, I'll get that uh, onto my hard drive. And uh, I'll 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 broadcast it out there for everybody. So <laughs> with a wide uh, stance, yeah. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead and hit the break. Uh, 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 again, uh, She Won't Let Go by Bobber coming up. Uh, so don't you go nowhere. We'll be right back with me, Rain, Michelle, and Miles right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Occasionally I get a jerk like you here, so thank you. KennyPick.com
I'm Tim Cormall, host of The Tim Cormall Show. And I'm Joe Santos, a co-host and head mechanic of the Clown Car Garage. Each week, our guests join a roundtable discussion of the political news of the week and peek into the GOP circus tent. And of course, no circus is complete without clowns. And each week, I inspect the clown car to see what obnoxious fumes they have been spreading all around the country. So join us each week. Admission is free, but just one word of caution. If you see the GOP clown car, get out of the way. They're terrible drivers. Hey, Joe, what was that? Uh, I think we just lost another clown car. Tune in for the Tim Coromall Show on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Mondays and Wednesdays at 8.30 a.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly Radio. IndieMediaWeekly.com Extraterrestrial Radio, all the power without the tower. Yeehaw! Sunday, 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 come on down to Southern Progressive Revival to hear the best and worst of Southern politics once again. We've got all brand new episodes for the low, low price of 100% free and tons of extras, including guests, rants, and flustered hosts and co-hosts. Think your credit ain't good enough? We don't care. Think you don't have nothing to hear since you ain't from the South? Well, that ain't right. You reckon that Yankee pick feller's got more class than us? Well, that might be true. But let's do this. Come listen to Southern Progressive Revival live every Sunday from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Indie Media Weekly, Extraterrestrial Radio. All the power without the tower. Come now, and we'll throw in a free pine tree air freshener. Wow! Hey, this is Brad Friedman from Bradblog.com and the Bradcast, heard right here on Indie Media Weekly. Thanks for supporting truly independent media, right here on Indie Media Weekly. I'm Rick Beatty. And I'm Nick Sadler. And I am Jody Hamilton. We are From the Bunker. So we do a one-hour weekly podcast. Where we get to speak our mind about stuff from a liberal perspective. We will be on Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. We are so excited. If you don't have any right-wing friends, you'll feel at home with us. From the Bunker. With Jody Hamilton. Nick Sadler. And Richard Beatty. On Indie Media Weekly Saturdays at 5 p.m. Eastern. This is Indie Media Weekly, extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Stephanie Miller. You're listening to Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Great Scott, what is that? It's really weird, but it's also the coolest fucking thing I've ever heard in my whole life. It's terrible, by the way, totally overproduced. The first known instance of a man who was killed because he had lousy ratings. Oh my God, they've killed Kenny, you bastard! I've had worse. It's showtime. You know, Jody Hamilton could let Ted Cruz fill in on her show sometime, and uh, they could call it From the Spunker, uh, just for that one episode. <laughs> one episode. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, of course, welcome back, uh, to the program rain from four freedoms blog in Washington, DC. Hello. Hello. I just want to just, I just want to say that we should all remember that yesterday was nine 11, the day that we're never supposed to forget the day that two towers fell down. And on that very day, Ted Cruz made damn well sure that his own tower fell down. 
Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you know, and, and that's the thing, you know, Come I, on, was, man. I was thinking kind of dark, of, but it was yeah, good. It's dark, but you know, I, I, I gotta say, um, uh, your head was in the right place. Ted's wasn't. Um, because it, th- that's what you do. You know, you go like porn videos on nine 11. I mean, it, when you're a sitting Senator, exactly. Exa- I mean, there is something, you know, I, I wrote a blog yesterday and it was basically, and I'll, I'm going to post the link to it in the chat room, but it was basically that I'm kind of over being told to never forget. Yeah. Because I can't. I'm never yeah. going to forget. I was there. We were all there in some place or form or shape or feeling. But the fact that a sitting senator, a former presidential candidate, the guy that almost beat Trump, he mm-hmm. was liking a hardcore porn video on Twitter, is really kind of despicable. There's something very perverse about it. Yeah. I mean, you know, I might have understood if it was like 9-11 porn, which I don't think exists. Mm, I don't know. Um, but, uh, but, yeah. Yeah. I'm it, 9-11. Yeah. So, you know, that that's the one, one takeaway from this. Uh, we should, uh, uh, wow, disgusting. But uh, anyway, and of course, uh, welcome back. Uh, Michelle in Port St. Lucie, Florida, of course, can be heard on uh, Mike Check Radio over Saturday, 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern with Mr. Adam Hebert. Welcome back, hello, Michelle. Hello, And uh, you're, uh, oh, go ahead. We're here. <laughs> Excellent. And, of course, uh, the other half of the dynamic duo, Miles, in South Florida. Um, and, uh, yeah, you, so you had some tricks up your in your utility belt uh, during the storm that uh, kept you guys safe. Um, I, okay. I, I'm not exactly 100 percent what you're referring to. What, what Just tricks? you know, you you were you were prepared. You had a generator. You oh took, yeah, took in your oh, mailbox. Yeah. You know, I mean, you you had oh, your shutters. True. So yes, we were prepared. Yes, yes. I just said okay. utility yes. belt because dynamic duo. Okay, now okay. I'm See. sorry that went over my head. Um, I, it's all right. Please don't make me turn in my nerd card. You know what went over <laughs> Ted Cruz's head uh, last night? <laughs> His thumb many no. times. His thumb His many times. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Terrible. Uh, so Ew. anyway, this is why Ted Cruz will never get the benefit of, of the doubt from me. Listen to this audio from 2014. When you think it can't get any worse, it does. This year, I'm sorry to tell you, the United States Senate is going to be voting on a constitutional amendment to repeal the First Amendment. I am telling you, I am not making this up. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you fucking are, Lion Ted. Lion Ted! Anyway. Um, yeah, I mean, that's why. That's why anything this man says, you cannot trust. That is the most egregious, ugly, fear-mongering, stupid lie anybody has ever been told in if anybody believed that for one fucking second you don't deserve to be a citizen of this country yeah that, that was bullshit yeah. uh, that's an insult to bullshit yes i apologize to bullshit yeah okay <laughs> yeah bullshit actually has a good purpose it's yes, fertilizer it does it does that yes. was a very that was wow that was total that was a lie. 
Yeah, he was totally and, shilling for his corporate masters. There. I knew I had to have that. I knew I had to have that somewhere because that's too important of a clip to ever release from uh, one's grasp. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that that's a good clip. Very um, good clip. I'm not gonna let that one go. Um, it's uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that's what Ted was saying. Gonna last hold night on to this one. Video. Hold on to that one with both hands. I'm gonna grip it tight. I'm gonna clench onto it. Um, and, uh, yeah, so. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) This night's gonna go by so fast. (laughs) I know, I know, we're all, uh, so, well, anyway, so let's, uh, 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 this was Ted Cruz's own personal little, uh, shitstorm, uh, but, uh, you guys had a very literal tropical storm, uh, coming your way. And, uh, of course, you were giving us the updates as we went. I tried to check in with you guys at least uh, once or twice a day um, because, you know, it's, it's scary as hell when, you know, you, you've got... I, I mean, the the radar images for um, um, Irma were, were terrifying. The, oh, yeah. the, the storm was huge. Um, having gone through Andrew, and I, I thought Andrew was going to go north of me. Uh, and hit like Fort Lauderdale. That's what it was projected to do. But then it took a jog to the south and hit south of us. And the stronger north I, uh, north wall of the hurricane's eye hit us. And uh, yeah, it was pretty rough. Uh, that was a real experience. I mean, we were out of power for like six weeks. I mean, the winds were just a oh. Anyway, but so this storm comes and it jogs to the west side of Florida, where you know Naples and Fort Myers and Tampa. And uh, I know that the winds have to fight their way through the whole south part of Florida to even get to us. So I, I, once I saw it was hitting the south side of, uh, I'm sorry, the west side of Florida, I'm, I was like, I wasn't that where I knew we'd get some wind, I knew we'd get some rain, but we weren't going to experience anything of uh, truly, you know, hurricane force winds. We'd get a gust or two, and I, you know, we could hear some things flopping around, but uh, yeah, it. it we lost power. That was, you know, oh god. Well, here's the here's here's my nightmare in this whole situation because it was it's a Sunday. Sunday was very stressful for me because I work for a utility and I monitor. It was my job to monitor the equipment as it started to fail, and I'm Ooh. making phone calls to try and get this equipment back up. And my phone service is getting sketchy, and we're starting to suffer brownouts. And we have self uh, we have house phones, landlines that are uh, powered by regular, you know, power because they're cordless phones. And all of a sudden I'm losing service and I'm cussing. Michelle did a great job keeping me stable, but I was just, I was a basket case. You don't have a Sports Illustrated sneaker phone somewhere in storage? <laughs> uh, oh, God, I wish I did. No, I may invest yeah. in one at this point. But, uh, no, I, I, anyway, I covered all bases and I... St- prevented a disaster but uh man it was a it was a very stressful although i did have enough time sunday at the peak of the storm to craft an orange lightsaber oh (laughs) yes that's right that's right so uh we you know i think we if you if you two literally would like this i think i still have our old uh wall phone or our, our, our actual like digital plug into the wall phone with the handset 
somewhere around here. I'll, I'll... We have those. We have we have those. It's oh, okay. yeah. We just we have just, to find them. We no. just went cordless because for convenience sake, and during the storm, it just kicked me in the butt. But we're good. I All right. appreciate it. No, that's yeah, okay. that's the kind of thing that makes you sort of realize the old analog phones are probably still worthwhile having. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we we have landline. Uh, you know, we're a land. Uh, you know, we we our our phones go through the regular uh, VoIP, voice over IP. You know, uh, service. So it it. Uh, you know, it's not. It wasn't cell. My cell was going out. You know, it was hard to get them to hear me, and mm. because our, our our house was shuttered up, and all that extra metal was interfering with the signal. So, uh, but the the landline was working great, except for the part of the brownouts were cutting my <laughs> conversations. Hey, but you know the, me. Once I, that I, happened, I, yeah, I love extra metal myself. So, uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but go ahead. So, yeah. Once at that point, I, we kicked it over to the generator. I forced the generator to run continuously. And at that point, uh, things got a lot more stable, and uh, life life was. I'm good. really glad that you guys didn't get hit as badly as you could have. Oh, uh, it could have been much worse. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking. You know, as the storm as the storm went west, and I was watching CBS. CBS had really good coverage of it, because at a certain point, it was like watching the Weather Channel was just. It, it got ridiculous. Yeah. It, it really got ridiculous. And I like the Weather Channel, but I felt like you guys need to come inside. So I turned over to CBS News. They have a 24-hour news thing that you can watch. Um, and I want it. It moved west, and it seemed like there was, like there was a general consensus that there's relief for the eastern part of, the, of southern Florida. But then I watched Miami, and Miami got slammed hard. Really hard. Mm-hmm. Even though yeah, it didn't take the, go ahead. I'm sorry. My parents still have a house that I grew the, the house that I grew up in down in Miami. Yeah, uh, it's just down there. It it got. It, I'm I'm just glad that we didn't lose as many lives as could have been lost, and even though people thought it was coming in on the east coast, they went over to Naples. <laughs> and you know, mm. Mother Nature doesn't pay attention to the Weather Channel. No, she doesn't. No, she doesn't care. She doesn't care. Because I'm seeing people kind of, I've seen it, people are kind of complaining that, you know, oh, we we moved over here. The point that I'm trying to make is that Mother Nature has no fucks to give. And um, Miami got hit. I'm really glad that you guys, yeah, I'm really glad you guys didn't get hit that badly. I'm still waiting to hear from my friend Judy to see if her house is still up in Naples. She was up in Pittsburgh. But, you know, I had another friend who was just north of Dunedin, Florida, who she last minute skedaddled out of there. And she was going to stay. She was going to stay because I'm not going to judge why people stay. She wasn't staying out of, like, I can do this. Yeah. Um, But she posted just a couple of hours ago how... She just doesn't want to hear people laughing about the storm. And I think oh, yeah. that Miles and Michelle will understand this. Because as she drove from, she, she went up to Georgia to her niece's house. And she, she came back down today. And she saw houses underwater. She saw people walking around in water. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the basic idea was, even though there are certain people and maybe even certain parts of the media they're saying it isn't that bad the, the, the thing is is that if it affects one person it affects everybody absolutely and um 
and this is this is a friend of mine who considers herself a bit conservative. Mm -hmm. And so I think that she's starting to understand when we say we take care of each other. Yes, it, it's not it's not good to laugh at this stuff. Prepare for the worst, which you guys did, and hope for the best. And I'm so happy that you guys pretty much had the best happen for you. I really am. I know that's a long way to get there. Well, and, but, but you got yeah, there. And, but uh, I would like to, you know, I, I tried to play it there for you, but uh, I wasn't sure if you guys caught it. But yes, Mother Nature. Uh, Honey Badger don't give a shit. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well... Uh, it, but I wanted Michelle. Michelle's posting a lot of pictures and everything, so I want to give yeah. you a few minutes to to discuss. Go ahead, Michelle. Well, we did figure out how to summon the FPNL people to fix our power. Basically, mm. our our neighbors had gone to the West Coast, and then they decided to go somewhere safer, and they just got back yesterday. And so we, as always, we offered <clears throat> them to uh, hook up to our generator so they could run their fridge. To save any food that you know hadn't gotten completely defrosted or anything like that sure so we hooked them up we had it, it ran out of oil miles refilled the oil we we got everything running and 20 minutes later the power was back on nice so, <laughs> <laughs> that was That's the perfect sum yeah the perfect summoning spell for fpnl <laughs> yeah treat people treat people a little extra kind and sometimes extra kindness comes back to you oh yeah we we always do they're 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 a nice she's she's a single mother and she's got a you know a, a young adult daughter and they're really sweet people um the uh lot next to us had just been cleaned uh, cleared for a uh, future building so we had a full view of the house that's on the corner of our street that's just a lot over and they lost their entire back privacy fence and pieces of it were in our yard mm. <laughs> well so, that's I easily replaced I, so if yeah. we were going to suffer a direct hit uh you might have been able to see in one of the pictures that michelle posted uh, i i engineered my backyard fence to be taken down in a in a hurry i can just lift up those panels and walk with them gotcha. and once i saw it going to the west side i was like eh, i'm gonna Keep them up, help deflect the wind away from the screen enclosure, and protect us. So I left them up. I, I took a risk. And they stayed. They held. But my neighbor's fence totally blew away, and mine just, you know, it, it's, it, it feels good to do that. But I, I did lose one fence post, it, a 4 by 4 that cracked, but that's cheap to fix. That's, that's nothing. Yeah. Yeah, that's not bad. But, Michelle, you took some other pictures of stuff. Did you want to talk about what some of those pictures yeah, were that you posted? Um, yeah, I just uh, those are the, those are the pictures of our cosmetic damage. Uh, basically, we lost one one uh, uh, post from our fence. It's not lost lost, but it did break and allowed the fence to crack in a bit. Um, we lost one full screen panel on our pool enclosure and part of another one, but that'll be ripped out as well, and we'll replace that. That's not a problem. We lost a small bit of gutter from the patio uh, roof. Um, a few shingles on the side that took the brunt of the wind from the storm. And uh, the tree in the front yard is now covering half of my driveway. And that's okay because I wanted to get rid of that tree anyways. It was starting to become too much of a beast. <laughs> well, that's good. It, was it was it small enough that there was no danger of it coming close to the house? Uh, yeah, it's 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 a thick tree. It's basically it's called an umbrella tree. It's not native to Florida, and okay. it started off as this little potted plant that Miles' uncle gave to us, 
and it just grew into becoming a monster. Invasive and it's, species. It's yeah, it's basically got these like tangled root-like trunks that's just a bunch of like feelers that come up from the main plant and just become mm. this like, it's almost like the Brazilian pepper trees. Okay. So, and it's it's a beast. It's It yeah. sends roots out everywhere. I got a chainsaw. It's going to go away. Nice. But... So, but I got a head start on it with the hurricane knocking it over. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Exposing the trunk. Uh, Donald trunk. Yes. <laughs> yes. Exposing the trunk. Well, maybe exposing the stump. That was what uh, uh, Ted Cruz did last night. So. Wonder the, if Ted exposing the nub. Do you think, Tic Tacs. And do you think he pulled out some orange Tic Tacs? Oh, <laughs> wow. Why am I persecuted? <laughs> but, um, yeah, our neighbor that had gone away, she lost uh, a, a really large branch off of her um, uh, mango tree. And it was leaning up against the house, and I was worried that they might have had some damage from that. And she said it wasn't. It just That's just where it landed after it snapped off. But there's like this huge wound on the side of the tree where that that branch got ripped away. How was wow. your gas situation? Uh, um, well, we had full tanks in both vehicles, and we didn't have to use them at all. So, so okay. How how about other people getting out and about? Yeah, the gas that well, I'll, I can I can fill you in on that. Uh, as you know, I, I drive around the county as I uh, perform my work, and yeah, gas stations. There are still gas stations. That are totally shut down without gas. There are still lines at gas stations that do have gas. Um, okay. There are still there are stoplights that are out. You'll find that they put stop signs in the middle of those uh, intersections. <laughs> intersections. Yes, because when you have a, a non-functioning stoplight, you're supposed to treat it as a four-way stop. That's uh, at least that's the way it is here in Florida. I assume it's probably national. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of places that still have power. When I went into work, uh, my crew, they, the general question was like, who had power? And out of about twenty of us, only about four of us raised our hands. <laughs> so. Oh wow. Yeah, wow. there's a lot of people still without power. Yes. So. Uh, um, so basically, you know. you're out there trying to get people to have power, even though many people. I, I work on the communications. Uh, I don't work on power, but yeah. Okay. Wow. I, I make sure the communications stay up, so that's that's my thing. But yeah, it's uh, power is uh, yeah. We're not even allowed to, you know, our our, our people aren't even allowed to work on the uh, stuff until power gets resolved. Mm. You know, they they they, they had because yeah, it's so fall. dangerous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, there's power still lines. power lines around the state underwater, yeah. right? Yeah, we had we had a tech die not not because of this storm, but earlier in the year because of a power issue. And uh, that's being investigated. There's a whole legal thing, but uh, wow. yeah. Well, I tell you what. On that note, um, we're going to go ahead and uh, wrap up this conversation and head to the break because there's some Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, that we're going to hey. have to get to. Uh, also, uh, I believe Mr. Adam Hebert is going to be on the show tonight, and he needs your help. Uh, I don't know. I think we have a fair amount of people who are into anime and and uh, whatnot. But he's going to a convention soon, and he's going to want help uh, with uh, getting questions together for some of the uh, voice talent. I'm sure he'll be able to tell you uh, who he's interviewing <laughs> and um, uh, why are you laughing. 
I'm a cruel man. When you say help him with questions, uh, my my first question would be something like, "Who are you?" <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm a mean. I'm a mean person. I'm mean. I shouldn't think out loud. Like well, that. yeah, you you just knocked that off. But yeah, so he, he he said he asked me to try and pitch it for him on the show if he put it together, and I'm like, I, I I'm I'm gonna fuck it up. You do it. So, uh, so he should probably be on uh, for reverse calling if he makes it home in time. Uh, of course, I have an idea for a great question for him, and that would be this: What year is this? Yes, uh, and uh-huh. what the hell? That's another question. So, <laughs> uh, but yeah, so uh, we're um, he'll be on for reverse calling for that. We're uh, going to definitely do Mad Libs tonight. We have some Steve Bannon as well, and I'm sure we'll keep thinking of Ted Cruz mess. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, master. No, ma- no. Masturbated <laughs> jokes. Damn it. I just I don't want to think about him masturbating. I just want to make fun of it. I know. God. I know. I'm just saying jokes. That's all masturbated. That's great. Well, he definitely got to the point. Do you think he undid oh. his belt? Oh wow. What the hell? What the hell? Uh all right. <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, that's what that's what David Lynch said this morning when he opened Twitter. What the hell? Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, Ted Cruz is trending for what? Uh, so anyway, we're going to go ahead and uh, run to the break. We'll be right back with lots more of the Tuesday edition. Oh, and of course, it is Joe's anniversary tonight. That's why he's not here with us. I am remiss in not mentioning that earlier. I'm sure he'll forgive me, though, because we had to talk about Jerk and Ted. Uh, so, uh, I can't wait to see what the clown car is going to be full of this week. Oh, sorry. Breaky wakey. We'll be right back. (laughs) Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. So new and different. It won first prize at the International Inventors Exposition. KennyPick.com. This is metal aficionado Kenny Pick. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, it's Gods and Monsters. Gods of Metal and Monsters of Rock, right here on Indie Media Weekly. Brace yourselves for two big hours of hard rock and heavy metal, selected from my own personal music vault. You'll hear classics from the extended family trees of Black Sabbath, Deep Purple, and Kiss, heavy metal standards like Judas Priest, Iron Maiden, and Dio. You'll get a heap and helping of power metal, speed metal, thrash, melodic, glam, you name it, it's here. Except death metal and new metal. I do not like that stuff. You'll hear guitar virtuosos and shredders from the Leviathan and Shrapnel Records catalogs. Rare gems from the new wave of British heavy metal. Some guilty pleasures in the form of 80s hair metal. And rock and metal from around the globe. Gods and Monsters. Every weekday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. And now, on with the show. Why am I persecuted? Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. You may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy mackerel. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. 
And welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on IndieMediaWeekly.com worldwide. And joining me as always on the program, well, I tell you what, ladies and germs, let's go ahead and play your jingle for her right now. Love it when it rains. For your pleasure, it's rain from FourFreedomsBlog.com. Excellent. She's never failed me before. Honey, you got to give it away to keep it. You can't just hold on to this. Attractive, hot, beautiful. We're talking about the same thing here. You want to mess around? source of energy known to womankind welcome back rain hello brain are you muted she might be muted uh-oh uh-oh so uh <laughs> anyway um hey just pretend you rain for a minute okay hey okay. hi I'm a great writer, and, and you know I'm I'm, I'm a wonderful uh, radio host, and I'm, I'm cheerful and happy, and you know. Hello. Well, you don't have to brag, Rain. So. <laughs> so. Uh, oh, I, I love Rain. I she's she's amazing. So you know, she I could is. I could she never is. you don't know, you know, step into her shoes. She's oh well, you are both one she's of just a kind. Too good. So, uh, Rain, are you back with us uh, now? Hmm. Maybe maybe she didn't. Th- she thought the break might be a little bit longer. Uh, but it looks like oh, uh, she has been doing. Uh, she has been compiling some some birthdays. Oh, oh, okay. All right. Well, uh, of course. Welcome back, Michelle Lagan in Port St. Lucie, Florida. Hello. 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 We did not get blown away. We that's are all nice. here. And that's a that's a good thing, and. Uh, <laughs> Of course, uh, uh, Miles Lagan in Port St. Lucie, Florida as well. Also from Mike Jack Radio. Welcome back. Yes, sir. Thank you. We did We did have to chase frogs out of the garage, though. So <laughs> some oh. of them came inside looking for safety. Ribbit. <laughs> uh, so, <laughs> um, uh, but, uh, Hello. Oh, there you are. Welcome back. Hi. I'm probably going to have to reboot. Oh, okay. Michelle, well, that was so sweet. <laughs> Just tell them the truth. It was very nice. It was very nice. Uh, and by the way, I think I figured out what the clown car is going to be full of this uh, Sunday on the Tim Carmel show. Male semen. Male semen. Yeah. So. <laughs> I would have gone with Santorum. Uh, <laughs> oh yes. So wow. Do you think? Uh, do you think uh, uh, Cruz has the recipe? <laughs> For Santorum. Yeah. <laughs> he's got one. He's made, made of. Made of. <laughs> Uh, oh, wow. Yuck. Yeah. <laughs> All uh, it takes is a well-managed staff and some lube. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll give you a Jimmy lube. Yeah. So anyway, uh, speaking of well-managed staff, apparently a very uh, well-managed staff member uh, of the Trump uh, cult is uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Because uh, listen to this fluffing she did for Trump uh, during the um, uh, oh, no. uh, her press conference from today. I-, I mean, because I don't know about all y'all, but Trump has been largely absent from doing much of anything during the uh, Hurricane Irma. I mean, or, e- even or Harvey. Yeah, or Harvey. 
But this is what, except, you know, he had a rally for himself. But listen to this. Listen to this. I just fucking couldn't believe when I heard this 15 seconds here. FEMA Administrator Long is traveling to the affected areas today, and the president will be making a trip to Florida on Thursday. The president's action during these times demonstrate why he's a true leader who can bring the country together and get things done for the American people. Really? What leadership has he fucking, uh, you know, uh, the only leadership is that he got Sarah Huckabee Sanders to go say nice things about him. Oh, God. I'm wondering how long it's going to take him for to take some of that, uh, you know, scam the, the government out of some of that uh, relief money that's going to be coming our way for Mar-a-Lago. Oh, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised at Which all. Which he did before. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. sure. I'm sure you know, ugly and stupid are all over that. Uh, that being uh, yeah. Eric and Donald and then uh, Junior in any combo you'd like there, ugly and stupid. Um, you know, leading uh, leading up to this, what he he had he he went to he went to Camp David this weekend and he said, um, "I hear this storm is going to be a record breaker." That's what they say. It's not going to be good. Not good. Well, you know what? <laughs> instead that's, that's of leadership. Instead of, instead of, um, uh, you know, um, going out there and saying, oh, this is what kind of true leadership the president has, and that's why he's awesome. Why not just focus on saying nice things about, you know, the people who are affected uh, instead of yes. nice things about your fucking stupid boss? Exactly. You know, why not? I don't know. Just say we are rest assured. We are doing everything on our power to make sure that, you know, your life gets back to normal as soon as possible. FEMA is on this. The president will be there. I'm sorry. I just almost threw up a little bit when I said that. Um, So, uh, but here's the thing. And I want to say this, and I know that he's not popular, Mm -hmm. but the governor of Florida, Rick Scott, I thought he did a very good job. He was the one actually out there almost every couple of hours saying, I have talked to the president. Now, I don't know if he was carrying the water, but he was the one who said, Florida, we can get through this. I'm going to honor all the people who are doing everything they can. I thought that Rick Scott did a good job as a leader. Well, during he's also this campaigning. Pro- oh, okay. Well, mm. I, I still don't want to take it away from <laughs> yeah. him. I, I he's, don't. He's, he's going for uh, Bill Nelson's seat in the Senate. So okay. He's... He's trying to make sure he's out there okay. looking as non-skeletorish as possible. He, he, he's term limited, so he can't be go- a governor he again. He still looked like Skeletor, but I, I just <laughs> felt like he was, I don't know. I, I'm looking at it as an outsider looking in. Yeah. And I think that Rick Scott showed more leadership than Donald Trump did. He did and say fair. all the right things. That's and, and And, you know, they had the FEMA director down down there. He did not do a terrible job. But the fact is, the way I looked at it from an outsider looking in, the fact is that if a governor of any state says that the president has told us we will get all of the money and resources we need, that's good. But we needed to hear from the president to say we are going to do everything we can to make sure that the residents of Florida have everything they need. And none of that happened from this administration over the past five days. I don't want to point fingers or anything, but I think somebody, Francie mentioned WD-40 in the chat, but I don't think it was about somebody's <laughs> chair, but I think somebody needs to WD-40 their chair. <laughs> Is it me? No, that might be our, that might be Bob and upstairs. Oh, okay. Oh, n- never mind. There's nothing can be done about that. Then. That's okay. We so. can't WD-40 the entire woodwork. 
No, no. Just make them wear moccasins. I don't know. <laughs> so, Sorry. It's okay. Yeah, it that's, you a, hear it? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. definitely Bob. Yes. Okay, no problem. So, uh, it is a problem. It, it would sound like that in our basement, too. So, um, But, uh, anywho, all right. WD-40 so then, is awesome. It really is. My my chair used to squeak like uh, holy hell, and then because I thought it was me for a second, and then I started rocking. I'm like, nope, still holding strong. Um, but so now we're gonna we're gonna do a little bit of a blast from the past. That would be from yesterday. Uh, Sarah Hickabilly Slanders. Um, she uh, decided to go on a litany of accusations against James Comey yesterday, which, by the way, all of these accusations could very well put her under some hot lights in an impending investigation soon. Which would be nice because uh, she uh, she just uh, just went after Comey uh, full barrel both barrels right here. First on uh, the Comey firing, I think that we've been pretty clear what our position is, uh, and certainly I think that that has been shown uh, in the days that followed that the president was right in firing Director Comey uh, since Director's firing. Uh, we've learned new information about his conduct um, that only provided further justification for that firing, including giving false testimony, leaking privileged information to journalists. He went outside of the chain of command and politicized an investigation into a presidential candidate. I think the president's been very clear about his position on that front. Uh, he's very pleased with the new director um, and has full confidence in him to fully restore and lead the FBI. Really? Really? I'm going to go on a limb and say nothing she just said was true. No, I and I, I, I really think that she should have adopted the classic Sean Spicer line. Going forward, all questions on these matters will be referred to outside counsel. Um, because... <laughs> I really don't think she should have fucking said as much as she said there because that does not. Yes. I mean, she said new information we have learned. Yep. About leaking uh, classified information, you know, uh, lying under oath. Uh, he, so, you know what? You really should have towed the the Spicer line. Going forward, all questions on these matters will be referred to outside counsel. And, of course, Here's once again, that clip was from... Yesterday. Uh, but that's true though that's true she should have said that when spicer said that he was actually correct in saying that indeed what she just did what sarah huckabee sanders just did i've been reading a couple of things and she may have opened herself up to a libel lawsuit exactly uh miles what were you gonna say I'm what I'm gaining getting from this is when she says that stuff we've just recently learned and and blah 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 it's she's saying that the president's actions were posthumously verified I mean it's yes. like he already did it but we learned after the fact yes. that it was legitimate yes. which does which says specifically that before it was done it was not. Mm-hmm. Which but, means that she's talking to White House counsel, <laughs> not even White House counsel, to to Trump's counsel, yeah. Trump's personal lawyers. You're you're spot on about that. What she that, said there was just amazing to me. Yeah, it was amazing. I, and, and All kind of red flags went up on that. 
and rednecks um because she is a hickabilly slander um uh so let's uh let's listen to uh the slightly refined statement today um about uh, so that one's uh, from yesterday right that one's from yesterday this one's from today and she was asked about um I, i think i think she was asked about what bannon had said in the 60 Minutes interview about uh, Comey, the firing being a mistake. And uh, this is what she said today, a little more measured. I think maybe she read some of that criticism. You said that um, the actions of James Comey could have been illegal. You the other day referred to potential false testimony. The DOJ. No, I'm sorry. She she wasn't asked about the banner stuff. Continuing. It's not commenting, but I would put to you: Would the president encourage the DOJ to prosecute Comey? Uh, that's not the president's role. That's the job of the Department of Justice, and something they should certainly look at. Is that something you'd like to see? Uh, I, I'm not sure about that specifically, but I think uh, if there's ever a moment where we feel someone's broken the law, particularly if they're the head of the FBI, I think that's something that certainly should be looked at. Little more measured this time around. Not much, Except though. not. Except not, because she said, she actually said, that's not something the president should do, but it's something I think that the DOJ should look at. So who, wh- where is she? Who is she? Who is she to try to say this is what the Department of Justice, Justice should do? I, uh, uh, that was my yeah. takeaway in listening to that particular clip. She's trying to shift whatever responsibility there is from the actual commander-in-chief to and kind of telegraphing to the Department of Justice, well, you should do the president's work and investigate Comey. In other it words, is, I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead. No, no, no. You're right. I'm sorry. I, I, but I'm just saying it is totally a repetition of the tactic when Trump was campaigning and he was deflecting away from him by going, "Look at her emails. Look at her emails. Look at her emails." Yes. It was all about just stop looking at what. It, you know, because this this Mueller is coming down on Trump, mm-hmm. and it's coming hard and fast, and he is desperate to try and keep the attention away from him, and he's just like, look at Comey, look at what he did. Posture, yeah. you know, post, all you know, of a sudden, yeah. all of a sudden in the past two days, suddenly we're back to Comey. That it's a great point. Did you say it was uh, talking about Comey? Yeah. Did you say this? It it was like this. uh, The the Mueller investigation, uh, uh, Miles. You got to go hard and fast and firm. And ironically enough, that's what Ted Cruz said last night while he was on Twitter. (laughs) Um, uh, That's what Ted Cruz said to his hand. Is there is there a clip of Trump saying going to kick the shit out of him or something like that? Um, It wasn't Comey. I think it was a protester. Um, yeah, you can say Ted I, Ted Cruz has a firm grip on things. I'd like See? that sound clip of yes. Trump when we're talking about him. Yeah, uh, that would be good. Um, so uh, no, it's, I, it's I, interesting that suddenly we're back to yeah. Comey two days in a row. Yeah, yeah, and we'll have more Comey uh, later. Uh, that's Comey, Comey, Ted Cruz, Comey. There's a Y on the end. <laughs> um, in case he's listening. Mm. Um, so I'm sorry we don't we don't broadcast on what realitykings.com uh, so he think probably Ted Cruz would interrupt his porn watching habits to turn in tune into this really? <laughs> no. well, well I wanted to see if Michelle wanted to get in on this uh, th- this whole uh, hickabilly slanders uh, uh, nonsense about Comey you you know my view on the woman anything that comes out of her mouth you know it's just Oh, it just drives me insane. I am so sorry, but 
it's her, it's her father, it's that whole family. It's just they're just a family of hypocrites, a family of liars, and they're just so self and grand self promoting. It's it's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm with Michelle. I want I want to yank her woman card. I'm okay with she that. She is everything that is not feminist. She is everything that's not what women are supposed to stand for. We don't. Hey, hey, lady, you're she a dick. She makes you want to say bad things. Just say, hey, lady, I'm, you're a dick. I, I I'll take I this position. And then Ted Cruz will <laughs> grab her. <laughs> yes. My my position on uh, this. Huckabee Sanders is I don't think she's as savvy as mm-hmm. Spicer was. Uh-huh. I think she's a little more just blunt, just kind of does. She doesn't look like she's got the real mental uh, fireworks necessary to handle and field questions on the fly and, and, and she, she might is- blurt out something stupid. And then the, for that reason, I want her there. <laughs> no, I want I, I'd her rather there. see. I'd rather have. I really would. I, I've said this. I'd rather have. I'd rather have Spicer back. Spicer, for all of his flaws, has a soul. He and does. You could see and it eating him alive every time he went out there. Yes, <laughs> she. I, I, she is I a terribly mean person, who will say. And I have met women like this. These are not women who have become friends in my life. They are women who I turned around and was like, that one's not going to be in my life. And I, I'm somebody who is really, really big on sisterhood. Okay? I, oh, yeah. That I get woman, it. I she, get it. she will turn her neighbor's child in. Or she'll turn I, her neighbor's child's well, mother in for child we, we, abuse I, if she didn't treat a kid the right way. We got She's two a more, mean person. We got two more clips, oh, and, and we're coming up Sorry. against the, uh, the break with the Green News report. Um, so that's okay. Um, but yeah, this is um, uh, this is a short one, but I thought it was entertaining because, um, gee, who's lying, Steve Bannon or the White House? <laughs> because apparently uh, uh, Steve Bannon is still talking to Fat Donnie a few times a week, and uh, going the, to flip. Yeah, so here's what uh, here's how that went. Steve Bannon today apparently told him. People that he was speaking to that he talked to the president every two or three days. Yesterday, you said you thought they had only spoken once. So, so do they speak more regularly than maybe you were, were led to believe, or can you give us any insight how often they're talking? Uh, I don't think they speak. Certainly not that frequently. I'm aware of a, like two conversations that they've had, uh, and nothing beyond that. So it's not two to three days. It's every two to three days. Not that I'm aware of. Again, I'm only aware of two conversations that have taken place. Hey, Steve, what you doing? What you thinking? <laughs> what you wearing? You guys gonna run a really nice story over on Breitbart for me, please? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh. So uh, somebody's lying. Uh, it, was, I, it was Sarah. Uh, well, I mean, that's saying... Although maybe she th- wasn't. Th- she probably only was told about those conversations. That's yeah, but that's the thing. You know, saying giving you can't give Bannon the benefit of the doubt. So, from you know, a, a, a noted lie merchant, you know, um, and, and I mean, what conservative can you trust? Because everybody has a different fucking story about this trashy train wreck administration. 
everybody has a different fucking story. We'll hear that later when we listen to the the band and stuff and the Chris Christie comeback and everything. So, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Ted Cruz, if you're listening, I meant comeback as in like a like a retort, (laughs) a retort, not no. So just yeah, don't get so excited, Cruz. Um, Ew. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. We. should clean this place up a little bit. Yeah. So glad you uh, got a squeeze of that one out. Yeah. Oh, see, uh, I, I, I don't know what to do anymore here on turn up tonight. Um, <laughs> uh, but uh, I know what's going on right now at uh, Ted Cruz's home, though. Uh, Heidi is calling, uh, checking him out uh, in his uh, office. It's time for dinner. Go away, Peyton. <laughs> Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, why am I persecuted? Why am I persecuted? Yes. Um, so, uh, all right. Last one from uh, uh, Sarah Huckabee Slander, Hickabilly Slanders. I like calling her Hickabilly Slanders. That's nice. Um, I like so, that. So here's uh, here she goes, and again, you know, just. Just an ugly human being uh, to d- make these kind of smears against Hillary Clinton. When will you fucking let things go? I think she was j- simply asked if Trump was planning on reading Hillary Clinton's book. Um, the-, the answer could have been just no or I don't know. Next question. But no, she had to dig in her yeah. heels and just be a nasty asshole. Whether or not he's going to read Hillary Clinton's book, I am not sure, but I would think that uh, he's pretty well versed on what happened and I think it's pretty clear to all of America. Um, I think it's sad that after Hillary Clinton ran one of the most negative campaigns in history and lost and the last chapter of her public life is going to be now defined by propping up book sales with false and reckless attacks Uh, and I think that that's a sad way for her to continue. Oh, Hillary Clinton is not going anywhere. I can and tell you one thing. I, I can tell you one thing. There, Hillary Clinton will be in the public eye a lot longer than Sarah Hickabilly Slanders ever will, because her only accomplishment is being the daughter of a liar, in a liar for a liar. And she has one other big accomplishment. She tweeted out a whole bunch of emojis that she <laughs> blamed on her toddler. She did, and why should we believe that? I think there were some Russian flags in there, too, by the way, everybody. Uh, oh, man, we got to talk about RT tonight, too. We haven't even uh, broached that subject. That's huge. Uh-oh. Yeah, it is. It is. It, yes, is, it is ginormous. And you know what? Um, what I would like to say to the Department of Justice, uh, whoever's uh, you know in charge of all this, um, told you so. Mm-hmm. Yes, we did. Been saying it for a long goddamn time on this network. I stopped. I stopped being friends with certain people because they had they they had the audacity to um, continue on uh, on um, what am I calling on RT? Namely, Lee I Camp. stopped being friends with people when they can continue to use RT as a source. During the Bernie Hillary primary campaign. Yes. And, and oh yeah. Bigly, bigly. So uh, even before then, I knew RT. That, oh yeah. Stands for 
Well, you know, where it, really, where it really smacked me in the face was uh, when Russia shot down the Malaysian airliner. And you had mm-hmm. that bobblehead for Putin, Peter Lavelle, going at it with Chris Cuomo. Um, and yeah. uh, and you, and if that wasn't a blatant display of a propagandist who had nothing good up his sleeve for the American public or the public, at, uh, the I'm sorry, the, the global population. I mean, this guy is a, Peter Lavelle is a villain. Anybody who would work on the same fucking network is that piece of garbage is uh, also a piece of garbage. Um, I'll just say it. I'm not going to pull any punches. I'm sorry. You know, it took took so long. Ed Schultz, Ed Schultz. Um, You know, I'm not going to be that hard, harsh with Lee camp or, uh, you know, because I I just don't think he understands what he's into. I really don't think Lee camp understands what he's into over there. Um, I think Tom Hartman finally realized it and got out, but still I lost a lot of respect for all three of those people. Ed Schultz. I just Mm -hmm. despise now just because of how big of a, a shill he is for Trump. So, but yes, but anyway, we'll save it. We're going to talk about it a little bit later, but let's go ahead and uh, get to the green news report. Uh, see what they have to say. I'm sure they got a lot to say about the devastation from, uh, uh, this year's, uh, hurricane so far. So, uh, let's hit the break. We'll be right back with lots more. Turn up the night to the Tuesday edition right after this. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. If you've got a chair, sit down. Relax. I, I'm not, I, got, I got some stuff to say here. Broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly Radio. It's Tuesday, September 12th, 2017. Lots of crews are headed into Florida to try to restore some power. Recovery efforts continue after Irma grinds a trail of destruction across Florida and into Georgia. Adding pollution to misery, sewage systems overflow, and EPA waives pollution rules. We can take common sense measures which will not harm the American people. Hurricanes Irma and Harvey may open a rift in the Republican Party's denial of climate change. Doubt it. Plus... I do believe it's a bad decision. Once we reject that, thank you. (laughs) Miss North Dakota slams Trump's withdrawal from the Paris Climate Agreement, wins Miss America contest. All of those wins and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyen. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. We continue to take seriously uh, the climate change, not the cause of it. Well done, White House National Security Advisor Tom Bossert. Take climate change seriously, but not the cause. So much winning. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, another Green News Report. Another massive hurricane. (laughs) Yes, they keep on coming. Powerful Hurricane Irma left a swath of damage and destruction, devastating the Florida Keys and causing widespread flooding across the entire state. U.S. naval carriers have been deployed to help with recovery efforts in the Florida Keys. Irma has now been downgraded to a tropical depression, but also has spawned tornadoes and widespread heavy flooding in neighboring states, particularly Georgia, South Carolina, and Alabama. More than 12 million people across several states had their power knocked out, mostly in Florida. A Florida Power and Light official said on Monday that the entire electric grid along the western coast of Florida will require, quote, a wholesale rebuild. Mm. 
meaning power could be out for days or weeks. Mm. The Environmental Protection Agency and state environmental regulators issued a blanket waiver on Monday for Florida electricity companies to violate clean air and water standards without penalty for the next two weeks. That means allowing utilities to use dirtier fuels and bypass pollution controls and also allowing coal-fired power plants to discharge more toxic wastewater than they are usually permitted. Fantastic. That's what they did in uh, Houston as well after Hurricane Harvey. Yep. It's like the Trump administration can't wait to waive pollution rules. Irma also flooded out sewage systems across Florida, swamping septic tanks widely used by homeowners, meaning Irma's receding floodwaters are leaving behind a poop flood, literally a residue of raw human sewage. Wow. Not to mention that the EPA has not yet even examined the 90 toxic Superfund sites across Florida. After Hurricane Harvey and Hurricane Irma, there's a third major storm, Hurricane Jose. It made a near miss of Caribbean islands that were destroyed by Irma and is now spinning in the open Atlantic as a Category 2 storm. And forecasters say Jose could potentially head to the U.S. East Coast next week. Well, then let's just start waiving the pollution rules in New York and New Jersey right now. Officials are only now beginning to assess the extent and scale of the damage from two record-breaking back-to-back hurricanes hitting the U.S. within two weeks. A preliminary assessment from AccuWeather projected that combined economic losses from Harvey and Irma could amount to more than $290 billion. People are now asking if politicians in the U.S. will act on climate change and prepare the U.S. for the increasing impacts. But Trump administration officials taking a page out of the NRA's playbook continue to try to change the subject, saying now is not the right time to discuss climate change. EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt called mentioning climate change, quote, insensitive to the people of Florida. At a White House press briefing on Monday, Homeland Security Advisor Tom Bossert flat out rejected it. We continue to take seriously uh, the climate change, not the cause of it, but the things that we observe. And so there's uh, rising floodwaters, I think one inch every 10 years in Tampa, things that would require prudent mitigation measures. So they take climate change seriously, but they don't actually care what causes climate change and what could make climate change much worse in the future. Am I understanding that correctly? Yeah, try to wrap your brain around that. Good luck. But Miami's Republican mayor, Tomas Regalado, on Sunday told the Miami Herald, quote, if this isn't climate change, I don't know what is. This is truly a poster child for what is to come. And here's Republican Senator John McCain on CNN. We can take common sense measures which will not harm the American people and our economy. In fact, solar and other technologies make it cheaper for energy for many of the American people, including a state like mine where we have lots of sunshine. Hey, he finally noticed. Pope Francis also had harsh words for climate science deniers in a press interview on Monday saying, quote, we have a moral responsibility. History will judge our decision. And even the newly crowned Miss America, North Dakota's Cara Mund, criticized the Trump administration's withdrawal from the International Paris Climate Accord, calling it a bad decision. There is evidence that climate change is existing. So whether you believe it or not, we need to be at that table. And I think it's just a bad decision on behalf of the United States. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. President Trump's not going to be happy about that. For more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, please check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Find us, follow us, and share us worldwide on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. And this has been your Green News Report.
Hi, this is Tim Coromall from The Tim Coromall Show, and you are listening to IndieMediaWeekly.com. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. This is Kenny Pick on Turn Up the Night. I've loved you from the first time I heard your voice. You use your tongue prettier than a $20 whore. You're like a word genius, and everything I say, you twist it around and make me look dumb. I like the way he talks. Do you really think that people don't know the things that I say? At IndieMediaWeekly.com He even talks honky! Go away, Baton! I saw this boat in half! Oh my goodness, it was that powerful? So, uh, <laughs> anyway, yes, I, fi- I, I went out and I got the uh, the better version of... I saw this boat in half! For Mr. P.S. Mule. That's just great. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, uh, welcome back to the program. Uh, of course, uh, Rain from Four Freedoms Blog in Washington, D.C. Hello. Hello. I need to put out a public service announcement for anybody oh. that has an Aldi's in their area. Uh-oh. Oh, you're evil. You are evil. <laughs> No. Okay. So our Aldi's opened up here about eight months ago, and I was sort of, you know, kind of looking at it with some side eye. Mm-hmm. Aldi's has the most amazing Oktoberfest food selection. I, I am currently would not having. Be I am currently having a chocolate covered marzipan pound cake. Ooh. Ooh, that sounds so good. I bought some cookies the other day that I went back and I actually gave a box to the neighbors. They're called um, Jaffa cookies. Okay. They're like, they're like soft Nilla wafers, but softer than Nilla wafers, with with raspberry and then covered with dark chocolate. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. Well, we. Yeah, I got to tell you, Aldi's is kind of <laughs> like the the budget Trader Joe's almost. It didn't always used to be that way in our area. Yes, here. that's it true. It used Me, to be like same, it, it used yeah. to be like Save a Lot, which we have now. Um, and save a lot's like the real generic kind of you know store with their own store brands or not not even store brands just weird brands like you know Golden Harvest Beats you know or whatever. <laughs> uh, well, that's the thing when uh, we had an Aldi's when I was up in in New York and it it sucked. Yeah, it was it, just it like was potted, potted meat products and Bubba Cola, you know. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. And uh, now I'm like, okay, it's winning me over. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to tease you, Miles and Michelle. <laughs> it's well, I'm okay. Michelle likes the raspberry and chocolate combo. All right, nice. All right, you know what? So, but maybe I'll go get yes. a box. I'll get another yeah. box. Hey, I'll freeze it. I'll save it for Christmas. Yeah, or just stick it in the mail. Um, or or in a week and a half. Oh my god, yeah. Oh my Screw god. I just, I, just <laughs> saved, I just saved a whole bunch of mail. I should just uh, you should uh, I'll send you guys an Aldi gift card and you can go to town. <laughs> so, um, maybe you guys don't, don't have hold that when you come it. visit. Oh yum. There you go. Okay, and uh, of course, uh, Miles Lagon in uh, South Florida. Welcome back, sir. Yes, hello. I am ready to go with more chat about I don't know. Penises or Huckabee. Well, or, you know. I just say it right now. <laughs> wherever we go, wherever we go. So the, the genital organ, which is the penis. Yes. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm going to let that one slide. <laughs> uh, straight to the top. I'm going to slide it in. I'm never going to stop. Sorry, White Snake. Uh, so, which <laughs> White Snake is also a euphemism for penis. Don't say penis in this house. 
uh at least a caucasian penis uh but um <laughs> i said it again yeah, I just love you said penis cauc- just gonna out. stop it now i'm gonna stop it and last but not caucasian least caucasian penis yes it's the new hard rock band except when it's soft and white mm. don't say penis in this house all right, and last but definitely not least, Michelle Lagan, uh, I figured I would uh, unleash you on name-calling. What do you say? Uh, I, I, I could give it a try, but just to mention, since uh, Rain mentioned Oktoberfest, that gave me craving some pretzels, so I think I'm going to make some homemade pretzels tomorrow. Ooh, with lots of mustard. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I make two different types. I make the regular, and I make them with jalapenos in them, so they are Ooh, yummy. Ooh, look at that. Oh, my God, that sounds nice. delicious. But the question right now is... You got any biscuits for sale in there? <laughs> so, and if, if you're in the mood when you're making those pretzels... Can you make me some biscuits. All right, let's go ahead and get straight to <laughs> All it. All right, let's get straight to the biscuits. Biscuits. All right. Looks like we have a nice little chat room here. We've got Barber in DC. We've got Broke Hammer, Caitlin Chris, Clinster, Francie, Jay Collie, James Girl, Cat, A Cat, Mr. Kenny Pick. Hi. Ken Ken Senior. Hi, Dad. Happy post birthday. Living on Long Island. Myself, Miles in South Florida. Hang on. Hi. Um, <laughs> Moon Mare, Nova Moonlight, here in San Francisco, Presnit, Rain, Sandy and Durwood, Theo, Tim Cormall, Trisec, and Mr. Trojan Robert. Mm, very good, very good. Thank I you, everybody. I did see Adam earlier, but he's not there now. Yeah. He, he's oh, wait, on. You know, he's back oh, now. He's on. He's, now. On, he's yep. on Skype. We'll As get him Adam on reverse. We're going to get him on a reverse call in momentarily. Um, he just said he was ready. Um, but uh, I do want to mention. Uh, I think we played this on Friday, but I think it bears repeating right now. I think you had some birthdays stacked up as well, Rain. Right. Um. Um, right? I, me? You want me to do them? Well, yeah. I mean, you you had them stacked up in the in, in the chat. I mean, you can you can do that when uh, we get to it. But before we do, I would like to uh, play this once again for Joe and Barb. It's their thirtieth anniversary, right? I think that's what he told us the other day. Let's go with that. That's a biggie. So uh, here you go. Happy anniversary. <laughs> Happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Pour a cheerful toast and fill it. Happy anniversary. But be careful you don't spill it. Happy anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary, happy anniversary. Well, happy anniversary, Joe. And coincidentally, the 30th wedding anniversary is a uh, is Pearl. And uh, I have on good authority that uh, last night Ted Cruz was making a third, uh, a thirty-year anniversary uh, 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 present for his friend Mike Lee, um, and that was uh, oh god damn it! Why did I even? I shouldn't. Pearl necklace, everyone. Sorry. Um, uh, Mike Lee, I am your father. 
Oh, yes, that's that's what happens uh, when they clutch a pearl necklace. Yes, exactly. And that's what, you know, and of course, he's going to present it to him and say, Mike Lee, I am your father. Father. Shittiest Darth Vader impression ever. So Cruz, huh? Yeah. Yes, it was Mike Lee. I am your father. Mm-hmm. You see, this is the thing about Ted Cruz. He's just not comfortable being somebody else or being himself. No. He just seems like one of the most uncomfortable people. Weasley little ever. shit rat. Weasley little shit rat. Um, so, anyway, I'm sorry. I sullied, <laughs> I sullied their 30th wedding anniversary. By, it, it, I have no idea how long Ted Cruz and Mike Lee have been friends. That would mean they were friends since they were like 16 because he's the they same age as me. They probably met through the DC madam. They could have been. They, yeah. The, so, well, I, you know, and, and maybe they maybe they were. Oh, you know, and that's weird that he said this. Mike Lee. I am your father. Because maybe, maybe he, he that that maybe he has you know uh, apparently he's into watching um, you know stepmom videos. Maybe there's a stepfather video he was uh, you know working up in his head. Mike Lee, I am your father in law uh, or no no stepfather. So <laughs> whatever. I don't know. It's all horrible. Everything I'm doing on this show is awful tonight. And um, I deserve to be punched. Yeah. All right. So, Rain, uh, you ha- you have some uh, quick birthdays there for us, don't you? Yeah, these are from Francie, unless I've missed other people's birthdays in the chat. I hope I didn't. But uh, today, Francie's got three birthday baners. Her cousin, Kaylee. Um, her college friend, Tanya. And a family friend's son, Taylor. And she said they are all grand people. Kaylee, Tanya, Taylor? Is that what we got? Yes. yes. All right. Well, Kaylee, Tanya, Taylor, this is your birthday greeting from John Boehner. No, sexy, no sexual stuff involved. This is your birthday song. <laughs> it doesn't last too long. Hey! Hey! Your birthday song. It doesn't last too long. So that was uh, John Boehner discussing Ted Cruz, everyone. <laughs> so I changed and there's up. probably lots of Merlot involved. Oh, oh <laughs> lots of lots of Merlot and lots of cigarettes, darling. So, <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, so anyway, uh, let's go ahead and uh, happy birthday, uh, Francie, to all your all your pals and, and family members and everything. Let's go ahead and get uh, Mr. Hebert added on. I think we have Hebert sign. Yes, that's right. We've got Hebert sign. Yes. So how's it going, buddy? Well, uh, you know, Irma was, was kind of a fizzle on my end, at least. Lots of rain, a little chilly, but other than that, we're all we're all okay. Probably could use a break. The cats are happy. Well, yeah, the cats are happy because every window in the house is open. So, yeah, you know. So, uh, so uh, my voice is cracking. So, uh, <laughs> I think I, I I'm turning into Peter Brady. Everyone, um, uh, uh-uh. 
Yeah, I'm gonna have to. Uh, uh, Time to change. Oh, there it is. Here, I, I got it right now. Here. Time to change. Uh, all right, and that that was actually Ted Cruz's uh, singing that last night. He needed to change after all his Twitter activity. <laughs> God damn it! He was just covered head to toe. Uh, so, oh. oh. Oh, oh. Uh, I don't think that he. Uh, no. Uh, no, I can't believe I actually had to hear the words Ted Cruz and Pearl Necklace in the same sentence. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why? Well, what did the you? The least s- of the things you would have heard earlier. Oh, <laughs> terrible! Is that oh a disturbing guys, visual guys. for you? What if what if Ted Cruz was actually wearing a pearl necklace while he was jerking off oh, to that porn? I am oh, you want father. you want disturbing? Let's sure. <laughs> Male yeah, here we go. Seaman. It is on, in all likelihood Heidi follows Ted Cruz's personal Twitter account. So yeah. here's the disturbing thing. What if Ted Cruz was like, "Hey, honey, you you want to try this one?" And she's like, "Which one? Hold on, <laughs> I'll like oh, it." <laughs> oh no no no. I can't bring oh. Heidi into this. I actually feel oh. bad for her. Oh yeah, for all the horrible. Oh, she should. going dark. She needs to run. That's fine. That's fine. I just feel like no. She's she's a. I look at Heidi the same way I kind of look at Melania. She is trapped. Yeah. She can't get out. She can't leave. She can't. Yeah. I, 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 I hear I, your silence. My but. advice. Well, no, I was just looking for a clip. I just wanted to play this for Yeah. But, yes, stop. Stop. Don't come back. Uh, yeah. <laughs> come back. No, 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 Ted. No. All right. Well, we got to let Mr. Hebert in here. So, uh, Adam, you haven't officially said hello to everybody. So, please go ahead. <clears throat> hello, Rain. Hello, dear. Hello, Miles. Hi. Oh, Adam. Hello, Michelle. Hi, Adam. Yeah, first people people (laughs) I've never met before in my life. And Mr. Pick, what can I say? Uh, Good evening, sir. Yes, very good. Well, okay, so this is is where we are. I wanted to have you on the show tonight because I wasn't... Uh, I, I'm. Some people have a way with words, and some people have not way, and uh, <laughs> about certain certain topics. And uh, you are getting ready to go to uh, a convention, AWA. Yes, yes. A- Anime and- Weekend Atlanta. Oh, there you go. And uh, you have press credentials. Um, and you can thank me for giving you a glowing review uh, to the the <laughs> convention staff. Saying yes, he's my right hand man. He, uh, you know, he'll do the, the network proud. So don't I, fuck I, up, Ebert. Really, you said right don't hand you man. Fuck up. We talk about I'm the I'm yeah, the hand yeah. of the king, basically. So, here. No pressure. Hand, uh, yes. I'm your I'm your personal Tyrion. Yeah, we can't. And I'm almost even to st- talk about hands anymore on the show, can we? <laughs> no. So Ted Cruz has ruined it for us. Yes, and of course Kenny Pick Senior sent me a picture on uh, Facebook of uh, Ted Cruz holding up a hand, waving to an audience, and it's covered with fur. So <laughs> <laughs> Harry Paul's mother was right. Yeah. So, but uh, so you are you put your interview requests in. Do you know who you're going to be interviewing at the moment? Uh, not yet. I don't know, but I can tell you who I asked for interviews with. 
All right. Uh, and it's a pretty extensive list because they got some A-list anime talent. Go ahead and just give us your top, top three off the top of your head because not everybody's going to know. Wow. Yeah. Just, well, yeah, but uh, yeah. my t- well, first of all, I'm going to say my top three will be uh, Jennifer Hale, who is legendary in video game voice acting as well as uh, um, animation in general. She was Killer Frost in the DC animated universe as well okay. as Giganta. And the oh, Justice nice. League cartoons. Nice. Oh. So, you know, uh, she's been around for a while. Uh, Travis Willingham, who was the voice of Colonel Roy Mustang on Full Metal Alchemist, the Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. He's also done Thor uh, for um, the Marvel cartoons that they've done. All right. And uh, so I'm excited about that. And he's also he also plays Grog on yeah. uh, Critical Role. Uh, and intelligence. <laughs> I've got yeah. six intelligence. I know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> but, and and, and uh, Laura Bailey, who is married to Travis Willingham, also on Critical Role as Vexalia, but she was also the voice of Lust on Full Metal Alchemist as well. You know, uh, Shin Chan. You, you know the. You know, to be a man, you've got to have honor, honor, and a penis. That's her. Don't That's her. Laura Bailey. Penis in this house. That's right. So, uh, you know, she is a woman of many talents, and I'm hoping I get my interview. You know, I, I look, I put in for nine interviews. Um, I, if I get all of them, I'll be happy. If I get half of them, I'll be slightly less happy, but still happy. Well, and, and now the last time you requested interviews, did you get you got some that you requested but then others that were like allotted to you because they wanted to spread things out with people is that how it worked no, no well i put last year i put in for six interviews of the six i got approved for five and of the five one canceled oh okay all right i wasn't sure exactly how that worked okay yeah cool. because cool because I, I asked for interviews with both Johnny Young Bosch and iShine. I got iShine, but Johnny Young Bosch canceled all his interviews for the weekend, and iShine wouldn't interview without Johnny Young Bosch because ah, he's I kind see. of their front line. So, um, so, so now, now you are left with, uh, obviously, uh, you know, you, you're going to have a lot of folks uh, that you're going to want to interview, and you're saying that you want to potentially do a, a, a document to share online or maybe even a Facebook post, you could maybe do it on the Turnips page if you wanted to do it both ways. That could be fine. Um, you, you know, put out the list of people maybe with links to their IMDb pages or whatever, and then people could peruse them and, uh, you know, submit questions for, you know, one through nine, whatever. Uh, but but that's what you're saying is that you want to have a document um, where people can submit questions, yes. right? Yeah, I basically want. I'm going to do a similar setup to last year, where I had a set of questions that I asked everyone, um, and then I had a set, uh, you know, a, a smaller set of questions personalized for each individual. So, for example, I knew Todd Habercorn was a huge fan of Mystery Science Theater, so for his questions, I tossed in a couple questions about the imminent return of Mystery Science Theater. Um, yeah. So. So you have a you few know, that uh, you're you're ready to go with, um, but. You know, you you maybe would want some slightly more. Uh, you know, just yeah. just let people get crazy and inventive and see if they can come up with uh, 
uh, some decent. Yeah, but questions. nothing that'll get me blacklisted. Okay. Yeah, no, nothing. Po- no <laughs> politics or anything like that. Uh, no religion. No politics. Um, actually, a question. Huh? I'll throw a question out. Yeah. Yes. It's a universal type question that you could ask any of them. And mm-hmm. I just I just researched everyone that you mentioned. And uh, for example, Jennifer Hale is from Canada, and Travis is from Texas, and Laura Bailey is from Mississippi, Biloxi, Mississippi. So now all of these places, Canada not much, not as much, but Texas and Mississippi have strong accents of uh, uh, of mm. very. And so the question would be like you know in your uh, voicing career. You know, you can change the question to fit, you know, uh, you know, to, to smooth over this, my roughness of this question, Adam. In your voice and career, did you have a, a learning curve or any difficulty in overcoming a initial uh, accent that you may have grown up with? Something like that. Uh, that's, that's actually a good question. Um, I will say also that uh, Jennifer Hale was involved with the... Um, uh, the you know back when the str- with the strike uh, the voice actor strike what was it um, voices matter I forget the hashtag yeah, yeah I can't, um, so I, I, can't I definitely think we can, we can get some question you know get some some of that you know ask her for some updates and, and not and, you know not only that but you know look at geography of all these folks uh, you know look up where they're all from and you know the, the whoever who was who was that from Texas you know see you know. If, have you ever lived through any of the kind of you know hurricane destruction or you know uh, mm. you know topical. You, you could you could yeah. get topical with that you know and if you know if you've ever been through something like that is there any advice you can give to people who are living through it right now um, you know something along those lines my my biggest question for any of them would be um, do, is there any one particular line from any character you've ever voiced that sticks in your head that you just remember like an earworm yeah like an earworm or something you know or or that fans come up and ask you to say right or that people scream across a crowded room at you (laughs) 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 hey blah 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 because i just noticed i just noticed laura bailey uh voiced um uh, eli's girlfriend in a in a rick and morty episode so that is that that's extra kudos for her. Well, uh, three questions actually submitted uh, just uh, within the last uh, few minutes right now. Uh, listener uh, submits the question. Why am I persecuted? Uh, that would be one. Um, another uh, listener to the program. What the hell? And finally, what year is this? <laughs> yeah. What way? What year is this? Yeah. There you go. Uh, <clears throat> there you are. But, Throw, put those on the list. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. I'm going with my with my sister, my brother in law, and my obscenely adorable tooth achingly cute nephew Kai. Oh, um, that's right. That fun. You know, so yeah, it, it's gonna be fun. And you know, I'll you know he can't obviously. I'm not gonna bring a toddler with me to an interview. Plus, mm. he would flirt with the, he would flirt with the women. <laughs> That's Is there right. a lot of cosplay at that convention? He'll love watching yes, there, looking up cosplay. Yes, there yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, Han's yeah. being there, hun. Yes, oh, Yaya Han really? is going to be there, which means I finally get to replace my my Moogle ears that broke, my vacuum form Moogle ears. So he can, I can. 
He can drool on some battle axes and warhammers and stuff too. Where are you staying? Uh, we, me, my sister, my brother-in-law will be staying at the Embassy Suites gal- uh, at the Cobb Galleria. Okay. Um, we, I, I usually favor Embassy because, you know, it's a little bit more expensive, but you get a free, you know, breakfast out of the deal. And, and no bed bugs now with no bed bugs. So <laughs> No, with no bed bugs. Yeah. Uh, well, and uh, and also, if you act now. I saw this boat in half. No, no. <laughs> uh, anyway. You guys do, do uh, Rain uh, and Kenny, you know who Yaya Hans, right? I don't. Uh, no. Oh, she's amazing. She's she's one of the most... best c- cosplayers in the world. Oh, spectacular stuff! Yeah, a little Absolutely. out of my wheelhouse. Right. I, I do I I admire cosplay, but I don't follow it that well. So, yeah, I'm um, sorry, guys. I, no, no, it's okay. No problem. I've been quiet. I didn't want you guys to feel left out. You know, don't worry. So, oh, I no. didn't feel left out. I liked no. listening. No, don't worry you got about the it. Nerd crew. It did. It's, you should, you should look up look up some of her costumes online. She has done some of the okay. most amazing things. Well, we Absolutely just stunning. we just hit the top of the hour, so okay. uh, Rain, go ahead. No, I was going to say one of our members of Four Freedoms, Mala. Um, she is big into cosplay. She talks with our another friend, Scoopstone, Rhode Island, knows cos. Yeah. she probably knows who that is. I I don't. I I'm sorry. You want to see Kenny pick do cosplay? Go look at the pictures of me from the wedding on Saturday. That was as close as it's as dressed up as I get. So, I will say I have exceptional taste in ties and shirts, though. Um, but uh, you were rocking that tie. Thank you. I think, thank you. I think that Sarah Huckabee Sanders might have borrowed one of your shirts today. She might have. Well, no, she was wearing white today. I wore a black shirt to the wedding. Oh, black right. shirt, black shirt, blue tie. Charcoal suit. That's right. That's right. I'm sorry. Yeah, and I even found my goddamn tie tack. So uh, anyway, we gotta we gotta get going. Adam, uh, we'll give you the last word before we uh, hit the break. All right. Well, uh, thanks for having me. Um, I'll probably you know, I'm gonna shoot for reverse Cullen while I'm at the convention to tease what I have what you know what I have so far. And just breaking news: J.J. Abrams will be returning to direct. Star Wars Episode 9! I give you a little bit of fanfare. Is he also going to write it? Yes, he is going to write and direct. Which, uh, you know, considering how well... Are we supposed to be happy about that? Yeah. 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 Okay. See? Not... I'm... I'm a nerd in a different way. We, We have the first line of dialogue in, just so everybody knows. Mike Lee, I am your father. Yeah. Mike Lee he, is he going did to really be well it. with. Oh, oh, oh! Yeah, great. <laughs> All right, Thanks. hurry up! Hurry. Ruined for me forever. Right, wrap it up. Wrap it up. All right, that's it. So yeah, I'll, uh, keep keep your questions coming. I will uh, I will uh, pick out the you know pick out the the best ones, and uh, I will see you all from AWA. And Adam will post on the turnips page how to find all this too, right, Adam? Yes. All Thank right. you for, for yes. All right. Well, we got to let you go. Time for break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to get into some Steve Bannon and some other, uh, and get ready for Mad Libs. But Adam, have a wonderful night. I'll talk to you soon, brother. Yep. Have a good night. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. So, uh, all right, here we go. Break time. We'll be right back with uh, another hour of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick right after this. Turn up the night. 
the night with Kenny Pick. Light out everybody. Every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, Indie Media Weekly presents the Sci-Fi Double Feature with two old-time radio shows from the science fiction and horror genre. The Sci-Fi Double Feature, every Sunday and Monday at 10.30 p.m. Eastern, right here on Indie Media Weekly. <laughs> and now, on with the show. Go away, Baton! Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. What you're about to see is nothing short of a miracle. So revolutionary that at this point in time, there is nothing else like it anywhere. Now you may ask yourself, how is this possible? Computers, that's how. He has a machine and a cord right out of his computer. Prepare to make computer to computer contact. That is an idiot idea. Holy macro. The internet, that's the one with email, right? You've got mail. Yeah, who said that? God bless the internet. That's where the real action is. Come on and take a look. This could be very interesting indeed. Welcome back to the Tuesday edition of Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick, broadcasting live on Indie Media Weekly worldwide. And oh my gosh, it looks like our entire call got dumped somehow. Uh, but I think I have everybody back uh, with me, Hi. maybe. Hi, what the heck happened there? That's weird. I had to reboot. Oh, okay. And Miles, no, you're... I didn't screw everything up. No, that's okay. Miles, you're back with us too, right? Uh, that's the theory. All right. And <laughs> Michelle, Michelle, Michelle is back too. Yes, that's strange. Yeah. So, but uh, that's yeah, okay. I think that when I rebooted, I... No, no, it would okay, no, it, it would have had to been me uh, to end the call. So uh, who knows? Maybe yeah, Skype I'm, I'm is just getting goofy. I'm perfectly comfortable blaming Kenny too. All right. Well, <laughs> well, we'll do. Yes, there we go. It's all my fault. Why am I persecuted? Why am I persecuted? Uh, persecuted um, and uh, masturbated. Uh, yeah. So welcome. <laughs> well, I can't stop. Uh, welcome back to the, tonight's tonight's Mad Libs are going to be interesting because i just flipped open randomly to one and the title of it is very fitting for okay. all the euphemisms people will be throwing our way tonight um and uh yes euphemisms folks uh learn them love them know them but yeah so uh lightning round welcome back rain uh, miles michelle and uh i, I want to make a couple quick uh, station notes right now um uh get ready for big fun uh, first of all, I uploaded like hundreds of new songs to the the uh, Gods and Monsters lineup. So for any of you metal fans that want to listen to Gods and Monsters, you can um, uh, anticipate a lots of new stuff in the rotation. Uh, some really kind of uh, deep cut stuff from some really rare, obscure, hard to find albums that I've been able to track down legally buying albums buying cds from artists mind you um and uh yeah so you know in with the all the all the classics in gods and monsters you're gonna have a nice mix of stuff that you might not have ever heard before and if you have heard it that means you're just as cool as me um yeah. <laughs> uh and uh or a big of a douchebag as me for saying that uh <laughs> oh no i kid um but uh yeah and uh also uh we have some really fun stuff coming up for halloween uh this year we're gonna do 
we're going to do so. I'm working on acquiring new Halloween music. It's kind of hard because I went so crazy last year. I found like all the Halloween music last year. But no, I, I, actually, there are three albums that are uh, available for pre-release right now. New collections of new Halloween stuff that I saw on Amazon the other day that I'm going to try and score. And uh, also, I, I, I've been learning some other stuff that's out there. I found some weird BBC uh, horror sound effects CDs that I'll just throw some weird stuff in from those. Um, because, you know, there'd be short tracks, but still, you know, we'll throw in... You know, seven seconds, two male screams, you know, whatever. <laughs> yes. Uh, or, or whatever. But, uh, yeah, so, and I love the BBC Radio Workshop, you know, so, of course, they're responsible for all the awesome stuff from Doctor Who back in the day. And, um, and uh, yeah, and also, we're going to be doing so uh, some special programming. We're, uh, I'll announce it now. Um, I, I, we're, we still need to figure out what form it's going to be in, but we are going to do a pre-taped uh, special to run uh, throughout the month of October, um, featuring Michelle, the Sues, Adam Hebert, myself, and Jody Hamilton, and we're going to be talking all about Twin Peaks. <laughs> what the hell? Yes. <laughs> so uh, the the show is tentatively called What the hell? Or what year is this? <laughs> or what year is this? Um. So yeah, so it's going to be a five person panel. We're going to pre tape it, and I'll, I'm going to you know I, I kind of I I, I kind of ran with this idea that Adam had for he was wanted to do a live show, but I think we we get a little bit more mileage if we just made it a special and uh ran it in uh, a heavy rotation and I'm, I'm hoping it's going to be around two hours i think two hours would be a satisfactory time for that uh, because there's so much to decompress from twin peaks uh the return uh oh, yes. so um and also one last thing uh adam and i will be switching things up uh we're going to run halloween music until november 4th on the network i think that's the date november 4th um because uh i am not i'm we're having a party this year at our house the saturday after halloween we're having a Thanksgiving dinner party that's a cross between thanksgiving and frankenstein <laughs> So I'm going to do monster twists on on Thanksgiving food. Uh, I have a turkey I'm not going to mess with too much, uh, but I'm going to actually cook a turkey. Um, but I'm going to do like the gravy yard and monster mashed potatoes. Actually, I might do monster mash. Susan had an idea of like making a roux with monster cheese and mixing oh, that in. Yeah. <laughs> with blue potatoes, so they look freaky. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I, I ordered a, a really nice, like, brass uh, um, skull baking tin, like a muffin tin. <laughs> you know, so we're, we're just going to go crazy. And on that night, Adam and, Adam and I are going to flip-flop uh, the night show and Midnight Sun. So Adam will do Midnight Sun on the, on the third, and I'll do the night show on the fourth. So we'll actually live broadcast uh, f after Mike Check Radio that night. 
I'm not going to be on Mike Check Radio that night, by the way, um, but because um, uh, I'll be hosting a party. But after that, we'll hop on and we'll we'll uh, handpick music and stuff like that, and uh, maybe I'll have some of my guests on air, like we had our good buddy Mort on air last year. And the reason why I picked November fourth for it is because everybody has a pr- a party on the Saturday before uh, Halloween. Nobody has a party the Saturday after. So that's the only way I can get people here. (laughs) And half of my friends are in bands, so they're like, nope, we're playing a show that night. And I'm like, what about November 4th? Nope, not playing a show that night. (laughs) So, so, uh, because everybody's still going to be recovering from their hangovers from their Halloween parties. So, um, anywho, uh, let's go ahead and uh, and get back into things. But yeah, quick quick programming notes there, everybody. And uh, of course, Joe will be returning with us this Friday, and P.S. Mueller as well. And P.S. Mueller, I'm sure, will be happy to know that... Uh, I saw this boat in half! Yes. So, anyway, um, let's go ahead and uh, get to the Steve Bannon garbage. Um, there's not a ton of it, because like I said, I really didn't want to uh, give this guy too much airtime. And, uh, but yeah, this is a uh, part of the interview with Charlie Rose from 60 minutes. Was it 60 minutes or was it PBS? Do you guys remember? I don't 60 minutes. Uh, it was with um, okay. Charlie Rose. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I know he does a PBS show too. I, I think I can't remember, but um, yeah, he does. He does. But he's, yeah. I think a couple of years ago he moved over to CBS and gotcha. So, uh, all right, here we go. Let's go ahead and um, get to uh, these clips. Here's the first one regarding um, Steve Bannon on the Billy Bush tape and the damage control that began. And uh, this is this is pretty fucked up stuff. A few weeks before the election, a video obtained by the Washington Post revealed Donald Trump talking with Billy Bush about groping women. It sent his campaign into full damage control. The weekend after the video came out, Mr. Trump met with his senior advisors, Bannon, Reince Priebus, and New Jersey Governor Chris Christie, discussed the next steps. In our 60 Minutes interview, Bannon explained how the meeting cost Christie a potential job in the administration. And, and Trump went around the room and asked people what the percentages he thought of, of still winning and what the recommendation. And Ryan started off and Ryan said, you have, uh, you have two choices. You either drop out right now or you'll lose by the biggest landslide in American political history. And Trump, with his humor, goes, that's a great way, that's a great way to start our, start our conversation. We went around the room and you could tell, I could tell from the incoming of politicians and I could tell from some of the politicians that were there is that the natural inclination of politicians are, are, are to be so overwhelmingly um, uh, stunned and shocked by how the media comes on you. But Trump wasn't that. And I told him as I went around, I was the last guy to speak. And I said, it's 100%. You have 100% probability of winning. And that's the first time. But you seem to have done that at every point in the campaign when he was in trouble asking him to double down on his rhetoric, double down in terms of appealing to his base. Appealing to the American people and to the working class people in this country. Absolutely. You know Uh. why? Because it was a winner. That's why I told him double down every time. And on that day, that's the first time and only time he ever got upset with me. He goes, come on, it's not 100%. I go, it's absolutely 100%. And I told him why. They don't care. And they do care about respect for women. They, they do. do. They do. No, but they, they don't. But it's not just locker room talk. No, I mean, locker bullshit. room talk. The Billy Bush thing is locker room talk. Fuck you. <gasps> Fuck you, Bannon. Fuck you. Can it's I not just jump in on the fucking locker you? room talk? Yeah, please. <laughs> Fuck him. One thing that I took away when I heard this was that, again, 
the last person who spoke to Trump in the room was Bannon. And this has been a, a recurring thing with, with Trump. He listens to the last person in the room. Yeah. He listens, and, and it was, in, in this time it was Bannon. But what makes me disgusted about all of this is the fact that when Bannon said any other politician would have dropped out, well, guess what? Any other politician with one goddamn ounce of morality should have dropped out. Amen. 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 And so what we have here is this guy Bannon was like, no, don't drop out. You're going to win. You're going to win. You're going to win. Don't drop out. This is a guy, Bannon. This is a guy who who knows how to manipulate the person who is in the White House. And he knows how to manipulate him in the worst possible way because he doesn't have a moral center unless his moral center is completely white and has white hoods. I, I'm not even joking about this. Oh, no, I'm not. He, no. Yeah. He knows how to manipulate Trump. Any person who got caught doing what Trump said doing would have... I mean, take a look. Take a look at John Edwards. Take a look at Gary um, Gary Hart. Mm -hmm. Take yeah. a look at these other scandals that were, you know, consensual scandals, by the way. They were consensual scandals. What Trump talked about there in that tape, that pussy tape, was sexual assault. Yep. Uh -huh. And yet, Steve Bannon went on to say, don't give up, keep going. And 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 I, I know we haven't talked about rape culture lately, <laughs> but I'm going to bring it up. What we have right now is a guy, the Steve Bannon guy, who now that he's out of office is still telegraphing to the president what he should do. He is still encouraging rape culture. He is. You're 100% right. I mean, it's so it's so grotesque. That is not fucking locker room talk. As many times as he says it, and I was so pissed that Charlie Rose didn't push him on that. I was yeah. so pissed about that because Charlie Rose has been pretty tough from time to time. I but like I, I don't Charlie think Rose. I don't think he wanted. I think he. We've gotten to the point where the Trump cult, when you get high profile members of the Trump cult to sit down for an interview, you don't want to run that risk of them walking out of an interview because you know they will. Well, you know, there's there's two sides to that because I am pissed about. There's a lot of things I'm pissed about. He didn't ask about the Mercers. He didn't push this thing. But I, I think at this point, in at this point, on this, at this point with this administration, um, and maybe I'm excusing Charlie Rose because I do find him to be a very, very good journalist. I do I've too. Watched, I've watched his show on PBS for years. He just let that lay out there. He, he, you know, why, why challenge, why challenge Steve Bannon when he just made it clear exactly who he is? At a certain point, we should decide what we think of Steve Bannon. I mean, I hope that makes sense. I, I yeah, it does. It does. Um, um, the Michelle, did you want to chime in on this? Uh, I don't have much to say. <laughs> A miles. Sorry. This is it, 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 Trump is so desperate for approval. I mean, I don't know that even if, if Bannon was the last one to talk, 
he wouldn't have gravitated towards that self-affirming uh, line from Bannon. Yeah, but uh, Bannon knows it, how to manipulate him. Oh, I agree with that. Yeah. You know, and Bannon very well may have positioned himself last for that sole reason. But that doesn't just take away that, that Trump is so insecure that he mm-hmm. needs this constant reaffirmation. Uh, yeah. So, I, it's... Uh, Bannon's a dangerous individual. He is. Very. He's dangerous. Well, let, he let's is. listen to I the... I think that's... I'm sorry, go, go ahead. ahead. Uh, I was the, let's listen to the second part of this because we're a little short on time here. So here here's part two, uh, and it's still on the same topic: the Billy Bush tape, and uh, why a certain individual didn't get a cabinet position. Did you lose confidence of anybody because they came at you at that point and said, "Look, we, we, he ought to get out of this race," other than Reince Priebus? I mean, did your attitude towards those people who said that you're just absolutely. wrong? Absolutely, Billy Bush Saturday to me is a litmus test. It's a litmus test. And I said it the other day to General Kelly during the Charlottesville thing afterwards. It's a, it's a line I remember from the movie The Wild Bunch. William Holden uses it right before that huge gunfight at the end. When you side with a man, you side with him. Okay? The good and the bad. You can criticize him behind, but when you side with him, you have to side with him. And that's what Billy Bush weekend showed me. Billy Bush Saturday showed me who really had Donald Trump's back to play to his better angels. All you had to do and what he did was better go out angels. and continue to talk to the American people. People didn't care. They knew Donald Trump was just doing locker room talk with a guy. And they Fuck dismissed you. it. It had no lasting Women impact cared. on the campaign. Yet, Ugh. if you see the mainstream media that day, it was literally he was falling into Dante's Inferno. Well, you took names on Billy Bush Sunday, didn't you? I did. Uh, I got him. I got it. You know, I'm Irish. I got, I got my black book and I got him. Christie, because of uh, Billy Bush uh, weekend, uh, and uh, was uh, was uh, not looked at as for a cabinet position. Jesus okay, Christ. he wasn't there for you on Billy Bush weekend, so therefore he doesn't get a cabinet position. I told him the plane leaves at eleven o'clock in the morning. If you're on the plane, you're on the team. Didn't make the plane. Well, okay. Now here's uh, okay. We've been talking about giving the benefit of the doubt to one Republican or another. We know Ted Cruz is a liar, so we're not going to give him the benefit of the doubt. We don't know if Bannon or Trump or, or, or the Trump administration are lying about the amount of meetings. But on this one, Chris Christie called out Bannon as a liar. And I, I, I tend mm-hmm. to believe Christie on this one. Uh, because mm-hmm. I think Bannon thinks he's a lot more than what he is. Yes. Um, and, um, you know, he really in, in, in the, but listen to what Chris Christie said, uh, on PBS news hour, uh, they, they played him that same exact audio we just heard. And, uh, this is, uh, how that went. That conversation that Mr. Bannon references in his interview never happened, never had any conversations with him. I didn't need to convey, uh, those kind of feelings to staffers. I was speaking to the principal, uh, to the man who's now president of the United States. Secondly, I was there the whole Billy Bush weekend. I was there during debate prep, leading debate prep for the second debate, both on Friday and on Saturday. And by the way, if I was off the team, then why did I lead debate prep for the third debate? Third, I was offered cabinet positions by this president. Um, it's been widely reported. It is true that I was offered cabinet positions that I turned down. So I suspect this little black book that Mr. Bannon's talking about, the only one who read that black book was Mr. Bannon himself. I know that no one else cared about it. And now that he's been fired, um, no one's going to really care about anything else Steve Bannon has to say. 
Do you stand by your views of the president's uh, comments uh, in that Access Hollywood tape? Sure. And I, most importantly, and the reason the president and I have been friends for 15 years and the reason that we both value each other's friendship mm. is that we speak the truth to each other. And on that weekend, I spoke the truth directly to the president of the United States. And I didn't need to have go on the air or do it publicly or to self-aggrandize myself now um, as, you know, Mr. Bannon is doing by giving a 60 Minutes interview. This, I suspect, is his last 15 minutes of fame. Um, and that's fine. I hope he enjoys it. Okay, now watch this. I'm just going to break the wrist and walk away. Break the wrist, walk away. Jeez. Now, do not get me wrong on this one. I want to everybody to understand I hate Chris Christie. Yep. But Chris Christie... Yep, not a fan. Chris Christie has more integrity in his little finger than Steve Bannon or Donald Trump have in you know their entire self-sucking dick guts. Um, so, <laughs> sorry, yeah, and, and, I was scared of mooching on him there. I, I still feel like it goes back to, to Bannon simply trying to say that and I'm going to go back to it. And I'm sorry if it annoys people. Steve Bannon is trying to justify sexual assault by the guy who is now the commander in chief. Yeah, you're and right. he's sitting there and trying to say Chris Christie wasn't there. Chris, and and flip it around for a minute. Chris Christie, you know, he didn't really kind of full throated, and I don't mean this in a gross way. <laughs> I know he didn't. No, I'm not even. I you know I know I normally joke about this, but he did not come out with a full throated renunciation of what was in that tape they keep talking about this billy bush weekend like it was just some little political twist and turn in the campaign yeah to me that was a big deal i was triggered for a while we talked about this on the well, show you know what's you know what's worse the worst thing about this is what are they doing they're saying it's the billy bush weekend they're sounds, blaming it on Billy sounds, Bush. Well, yeah, and they're also making it sound like a good time because it was the weekend. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. No, it was... It sound like it was just, you know, the Jersey Trump Shore or whatever. admission of sexual assault on tape. Not the Billy Bush weekend. It was Trump admitting to being a sexual predator on fucking tape. Billy yes. Bush yes. didn't lead on, didn't egg on... Trump came up with all the fucking shit he said as a 60-something-year-old man on that fucking tape, all on his goddamn own. So don't Billy fucking Bush tell me. Billy Bush didn't release the tape. No. It, that, that, too. And he probably didn't want it released, either, because that killed his career. It but it sure got did. somebody else the most powerful job in the fucking country. Yeah. So, I, I guess, I, I, I'm sorry if this still brings up anger. I want to punch... No, I don't want to punch. Actually, I do. I do want to punch. I do. Lots. But what I want and what I will do are two different things. Sure. Yeah, I, I'm really glad that you brought this up. The Billy Bush weekend. Like, it's Billy... Like, it was weekend at Bernie's exactly. or something. You know? No. It, no, this yeah. is something that happened and, and, and a, a TV show released this tape. And they're still... Here it is over a year later... They're still trying to make it look like it's just a thing that guys do. And none of the men that I know, unless 
none of you guys and none of the men in the audience, unless there are people who I know in my life who they do talk, they don't talk like this. Yeah. And I want to say to anybody who voted for Trump after that came out, fuck you and the horse you rode in rode in on for, for making famous the Billy Bush weekend instead of the Trump resignation weekend. Yes. Yeah. He should have resigned when that happened. That is exactly what has happened. And it's not even just Democrats. Republicans have resigned for a lot less. We used to have a, a political system in this country where maybe it was a little bit more conservative. Yeah. And when I talk about conservative, I'm talking about, you know, there are certain morals. There are certain things yeah. that you're supposed to do. Well, you remember uh, ba- Boehner... Boehner right? forced Boehner forced Trey Radle to resign in very recent history for doing a little nose candy, little booger sugar, yes. you know, <laughs> recreational oh. drugs, you know, I mean, exactly. you know, yeah, that's a crime and everything. And arguably, yeah, maybe uh, some people were killed because of drug cartels and whatnot. But, you know, this was Trump, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, it wasn't fucking locker room talk. And as many fucking times is ugly, grotesque, it it mutant, rape. It, it, every time ugly, mutant, fat, pig, you know, just bloodshot eye Steve Bannon fucking says that. You know what, you slimy bag of shit? Just fuck you. Oh my god. It's never going to be true. As many times as you say it, you fucking Nazi propagandist. <laughs> it's not fucking true. Sorry, yeah, it, I, I'm a little I'm a little worked up over this one. Doesn't it go to exactly how Steve Bannon feels about women? Yeah. Who are more than 51% of the United States? Yeah, you know the nice things his ex-wife said about him, right? So, but Miles, you wanted to jump in, and then we we, we do, uh, and we'll give Michelle a minute I, too. But we got to go to break soon, so go ahead. Right, I just want to bring up that even though, yeah, I mean, everything you said is spot on. But my point that I want to bring up is that the base of the Republican Party, their minds gravitate towards strength. They want to see their side strong. And when Trump came back out swinging, when he came back push, pushing out, a normal politician with that kind of uh, 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 scandal would have hung his head, been apologizing, and his base would have abandoned him. But Trump did not do that. And that shows the warped values of the right, that they're willing to give up that kind of... Uh, and it shows what a sociopath. It shows what a sociopath Trump is too. Yeah, no, I'm talking about the base. I know. No, I know. I, I, I know. I'm. I'm talking about the base of the Republican Party. Here's here's the thing. They're not willing to give up anything. I think really, and I, I don't want to be this dark, but I really feel like when all that happened, the base didn't give up anything. The base yeah. finally realized that it is okay for them to be misogynistic. Yes, and sexist, racist, you're racist, and homophobic, and everything, racist. all of it, Islamophobic, Jordan. everything, just bigots, I, I, bigots I really, in general. I, I really feel like that. I think yeah. you make a good point, Miles. Um, uh, Michelle, uh, do you have anything you want to add before we go to break? You get the last word here. Yeah, the, the only thing I, I, I can't really add anything that hasn't already been said, but I will, you know, reinforce the point that when he said those things, he was not making light 
of what he could do with women. He was bragging. Yes. And he reinforced he yes. reinforced the idea in his voters' minds that yes, women should be treated like playthings, like toys, like things that men can do anything they want to. Yep. And that uh, above all the racism and everything else that makes me ill to know that he reinforced that in their minds and now that is going to be something sitting in some man's head when he looks at his wife or he looks at the woman he's dating or something like that and thinks, hey, I can get away with it. The president has given me, you know, full carte blanche here. It doesn't matter what she says. Yeah. And, you know, and, someday, and someday yep. Bannon reinforced it. He did. Oh, yep. All right. Well, uh, on that note, uh, we have a song of love and outreach from Macaroni. At least we have a, a song of outstretched, at least one digit outstretched. You know what song we're talking about, everybody. We're going to go ahead and hit the break when we come back. We might play the last Bannon clip I have, uh, but probably not. We'll probably just get straight to Mad Libs because uh, my forehead's hot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's go ahead and uh, run a break. We'll be right back with the final segment of this Tuesday edition uh, of Turn Up the Night right after this. Turn Up the Night with Kenny Pick. Boy, that's, that's getting to be a pain in the ass, isn't it? What, what kind of radio station is this? KennyPick.com. When you living with stress This is what you play to get shit off your chest This is what you play when people got you fed up This is what you play when you just don't give a fuck This is what you need when your car breaks down This is what you need when there's traffic all around This is what you need when you just walk in And catch your fiance with your best friend This is what you play when you get laid off And find out that your final check's way off This is what you need when you run out of weed Or your baby mama tripping with your firstborn seed This is what you need when them ends don't meet This is what you need when you fighting in the street This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you, fuck you. This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air you. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking uh. fingers in the air This is what you play if your boss is a jerk This is what you play when you on the way to work This is what you need when you come up shoulder Or at the drive through when they fuck up your order This is what you play when you waiting in line This is what you play when people wasting your time This is what you need when someone breaks your heart And says me and you we need some time apart This is what you play when you got dirt on your shoulder This is what you play when the police pull you over This is what you need when you just can't stand it Every time you do right they take you for granted This is what you play when we in a recession This is what you play when politicians don't listen This is what you play when you all the way through This is what you play when you say fuck you this is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If 
If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. This is something real for everyone who feels like throwing middle fingers in the air. If you ever been stuck or down on your luck, throw your motherfucking fingers in the air. I'm me, that's how I'ma do If you don't like it, fuck you, do you If you don't like it, say fuck you too Or some of you might say suck my ooh This is about being real with yourself Sometimes you gotta say fuck everybody else Sometimes you gotta let people do what they do Sometimes you gotta stop them and say fuck you, fuck you This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air This is something real for everyone who feels like Throwing middle fingers in the air If you ever been stuck or down on your luck Throw your motherfucking fingers in the air Get ready for the fastest two hours in radio. Listen to Paul's Memory Bank live every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern right here on Indie Media Weekly. Your DJ, Paul, will serve up a mix of classic rock, pop, and novelty music all tied together with a weekly theme. That's Paul's Memory Bank every Monday from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern exclusively on Indie Media Weekly. Extraterrestrial radio, all the power without the tower. Indie Media Weekly Radio is proud to bring you the Thomas Jefferson Hour, a radio program that models civil discourse, critical thinking, and good citizenship. Join nationally acclaimed humanity scholar and award-winning first-person interpreter of Thomas Jefferson, Clay Jenkinson, for the Thomas Jefferson Hour, Tuesdays at 10 a.m., Sundays at 4 p.m. The Thomas Jefferson Hour on Indie Media Weekly Radio. Visit them at jeffersonhour.com. You are listening to Indie Media Weekly, I am Michelle Lagan. I am Miles Lagan. We both are co-hosts of Mike Check Radio, along with host Adam Heber. I'm a little bit D&D. I'm a little bit Star Wars. Together with Adam, we cover politics and most things in the nerd universe. Join us on Saturdays from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern here on Ending Media Weekly. All the power without the tower. Turn up the night with Kenny Pick. Where is it that you're from? Cleveland. Cleveland. Lake Erie. Erie. What was once the mistake by the lake is now the war by the shore. I'm rapidly becoming a big underground success in this town. Cleveland has taken its honored place in the building of America. Thank you, Cleveland. Thank you, Washington, D.C. Thank you, Port St. Lucie, twice. And thank you, Mother Nature, for not wrecking uh, Port St. Lucie twice. So, uh, well, yes. you know, once, but, you know. Uh, we are but, very yeah. thankful about that. Yeah. Uh, don't mess with Mother Nature. Uh, but, yeah, we're, we're glad that, uh, so glad that you, Miles, and Michelle uh, came out relatively unscathed 
And um, uh, if anybody can, please donate to the Red Cross or any other uh, notable, uh, worthy relief efforts you can think of or can research and find. I know the Red Cross is generally a safe uh, bet to do- donate to. Or if you have family members or friends or um, you know, just go on Facebook, and if there's a, a certain individual family that's affected and they have a fundraising campaign of their own on social media, um, you know, uh, throw a few bucks somebody's way if you can. Um, yeah, I'm going to be... We- Go ahead. We tend to help out the smaller organizations because the Red Cross has so much overhead sometimes that a yeah. lot of times the funds you send them don't go to the people you want to help. So, yeah, there you go. And if you can get up close and personal, um, and you know, even if it's just a neighbor that might, you know, an older neighbor that might need help uh, clearing debris, yep. or you know, even just any neighbor, not not just an an older neighbor, any neighbor, because. I mean, that's going to be some backbreaking work. If you're like Miles and you have a chainsaw, uh, you know, I've got a chainsaw. If something like that happened to a neighbor, I'd show up with a chainsaw and say, all right, let's get started, you know. Um, just do what you yep. can. Take some garbage bags. Take some, you know, uh, don't forget the twist ties for them. Unless they're cinch sacks, then you don't <laughs> need them. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, you know, whatever you can. If you have extra bottled water like Miles did, you know, uh, Miles and Michelle did with uh, helping the neighbor out with the generator. Uh, to try yep. and save their food supply, you know, just any little thing, you know, the, the, the more personal you can get, the better. Uh, but if you're obviously like, you know, uh, me or Rain, who are in other states, um, you know, uh, give to who yep. you think is uh, who you think is reputable. And like you said, uh, uh, Michelle, it's good to go with smaller um, um, charities or, or, you know, agencies as it were, because, you know, they might not have, you know, wherever the money will, will get dispersed the quickest and doesn't have to pay for, you know, company holiday parties or things like that, you know? Can I just just add something? I really need to say this. Yeah. I understand the controversy about the Red Cross and their overhead, but right now, um, I've got a couple of friends that are on the ground in, in Texas and in Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, just, just remember that the money that you give to the Red Cross allows for people to be on the ground in those areas. And True. I'm not trying to negate. I'm not trying to negate the controversies, no. and I don't no, want to get into I that. I don't no. think. I don't yeah, think it's necessarily even a controversy. I think it's just a, a personal preference, uh, really. But, yeah, but yeah, go no, ahead. My preference. But yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I, so I just, I just want to make that clear. So there are people who are on the ground who could not get to to Texas or to Florida if there wasn't money to get them there true this Um, is a it's a mobility it's an issue of mobility and you know the larger larger the organization oftentimes the greater the mobility uh of you know the relief effort so do we know yeah we can can have that discussion but the the greater good the red cross they are a good organization i I I don't yeah, okay. I don't put that past them. I just I'm so used to doing things locally with smaller charities that that's those are the ones I think of first before I go to the really big things like uh, you know American Red Cross or or like UNICEF or things like well, that. Ameri- oh, yeah, okay, <laughs> just remember again Red Cross. Oh, they're great. When, they're, when, yep. when there's a when there's a house fire down the road from you, the Red Cross is the first one there. The Rosa Cruz. Yes. Yeah, they're the ones that are handing out. 
you know, whatever they have to do and get. So I, I, I just, I've seen this on, on social media lately and I'm, I'm very concerned about, about, you know, I don't know yeah. how to put this, but. A if negative. You're concerned perfect. about having a negative effect if if it's yeah, widespread. It's, the Red Cross is not perfect, but we have got to stop making the unperfect the absolute enemy of perfect. Okay, yeah. That's why I didn't say that no. we're bad. I just said that you know I'm so I'm not used to working it was with you, vocals. Michelle. No, yeah, no, okay. no. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, just, I, I, no, I, I promise right. you, I'm not looking for a fight. Okay. I, I just want to put that out there because yeah. I've, I've seen people saying, "Don't donate to the Red Cross." When I feel like. Donate to them and to other. Uh, oh, the I Red know. Cross is is the first. That's the first big charity on the ground. Yeah, um, but all right. Well, that that's that's duly noted. Um, makes a lot of sense. And um, Do you uh, make we, anybody feel uncomfortable? Yeah. I just need to you didn't my truth. you didn't at all. No, um, but you know who you know who does feel uncomfortable right now is unfortunately <laughs> there's there's another fundraising effort going on last uh, of what the events that occurred last night um unfortunately um we've we now have audio of ted cruz while he was um scrolling through twitter last night and apparently he needs some help now he's he's ill um, ow that came out of my penis oh man what is it going to take to repair uh that kind of self-sustained oh, no. injury poor ted cruz uh so if you want to donate well, I'm just I'm just fucking around. Oh, so did you uh, just read? <laughs> did you just read what Cat put in in chat? Uh, Scotus, yes, yeah, Scotus is keeping the Muslim ban and it blocked in order to redraw Texas's gerrymandering. God damn it! Yep. Well, something to talk about on Friday, everybody. Wonderful. So, yeah. um, uh, all right, I we fully we, we don't Trump to tweet. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. Fucking spiking his little uh, shitty football. Is that that Scotus? That Scotus ruling is going to be just as delicious to Trump as the porn was to Cruz. Sure is. Sure. Oh. Is. Okay. Well, on that note, um, uh, sorry, we got, uh, we really have to shift gears and try and pick things up now and do Mad Libs. So uh, let's go ahead and do that. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not going to take this anymore. This is madness. Don't get mad, get Mad Libs. Oh, God bless Mad Libs. All right, we still need some blanks to fill in. Fortunately, our our magnificent chat room was able to give us some awesome stuff uh, to get these very very dirty Mad Libs underway. <laughs> um, so uh, <laughs> yes, uh, actually, dirty was one of the adjectives somebody gave me. <laughs> to find out uh, soon enough. So let's go ahead and go uh, alphabetical tonight. Um, Oh, you guys are going to love this, too, because we get most of the difficult stuff taken care of. So, Michelle, part of the body. Taint. Taint. What? Taint. You know, the twarrant, the twasn't, the taint. The gooch. The gooch. 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 No. It's the part between the balls and the anus. Okay. It's a, technically you, called, I believe, a perennium. <laughs> I think it's called the perennium is the real t- term. Yeah. But I've heard, I I've heard. To be honest with you. 
I've heard people oh, refer Michelle to it. Michelle has got such an innocent sounding voice that when she <laughs> describes something so disgusting, it's like, oh, okay, well, hey. I've learned something today. All I got to say, I'm hey, it's not I disgusting. Michelle yeah. Tainton. I grew up around guys, so I have to hold my own. Hey, hey, <laughs> she says I got it so nicely. Let me just say this: it, it's not a disgusting part of the body at all. I just want to say, uh, no Michelle, no Michelle, no it was not. Uh, she, uh, she, uh, she's taint, taint misbehaving. Um, so. And it's ticklish. Yeah. Miles. It's true. It's not disgusting. I just that was beautiful. Miles, lucky boy. Uh, and by the way, yes, another term for the taint is the gooch with a G, not the cooch with a C, but a G as in Gary gooch. Um, yes, uh, Miles, lucky boy, part of the body, plural. Mm. Um. The, the part of the body I want to give, if I say it plural, it would mean more than one person. Yep. So I'm going to go with that. Yes. What? what? Glands. Glands. There you go. Oh. Okay. okay. Uh, Not with a D. That's G-L-A-N-S. Glands? G-L-A-N-S? I don't know what that is. G L A N S. Well, maybe like, someone in the chat room can put a picture up. Like, like you know, tonsils or glands. No, no he's no, saying no, no, glands no, without no. the D. Without the D. Okay, so. I will. I will. I'll right. tell you what the. Um, Are you uh, overthinking this? It's it's the it's the tip of the penis. The glands, the gland is, yes. is the tip of the tip of the penis. It's <laughs> the head. It's it's the head. Unless you wait a second. Glances, Hold then. Hold on. <laughs> unless you have two penises, that's not that's, plural. Unless you have two people with It's them. Mad Libs. Then, then it is. It's Mad Libs. Right. It doesn't matter. Okay, I'll let it go. All right, um, I'm sorry. Rain, a place. Um, Key West. Key West. All right, uh, and moving on to our second Mad Lib, which is almost entirely filled up. Michelle, aren't you so lucky tonight? Oh my god, this is crazy. Uh -oh. You get another part of the body. Another part of the body. Testicle. Testicle. Uh, okay, and uh, oh, you're off the hook, Rain, because Miles gets part. Well, we'll do, we'll do, uh, um, uh, whoever can Adverb. get this. No, 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 we'll do this. The whoever uh, can get this the quickest gets it so because it's i seriously filled these things up with our chatters so whoever says it first goes in Ooh, i shouldn't have said goes in um <laughs> are you ready on your marks ready. get set part of the body plural ovaries all right rain you got Rice. it <laughs> Okay, so sorry, Miles, you got gypped. You only got one, but uh, no, I just uh, yielded. That's fine. It's gonna be fun. All right, so we're gonna do the first one because the the other one uh, reminded me more of Ted Cruz. This one's called "Behind the Mask." <laughs> uh oh. From "Get the Party Started," Mad Libs. Oh God. Ted Cruz ironically went to getthepartystarted.com last night. Uh, Sounds like a Billy Bush weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, real. So, all right. Uh, behind the mask, it's halftime, and your filthy moment is about to happen. 
You're waiting on the sidelines of the school vibrator ball field. <laughs> and you're about to make... <laughs> that sounds like a fun, sexy time. And you're about to make your debut as the school mascot. A polka-dotted dildo named... Paisley... I'm sorry, named Ca Captain Paisley Bathrobe Pants. <laughs> I hope she has rape spray. <laughs> Suddenly, the fappening band strikes up the music. They announce your sleazy name on the loudspeaker. And once again, that sleazy name is um, Captain Paisley Bathrobe Pants. <laughs> I mean, think about that. That's, that's crazy. Uh, okay, so they announce your sleazy name on the loudspeaker. You feel your heart beating in your testicle. As you run onto the center of the field and oh, take us and take a salty bow. Again, as you do. Yeah. <laughs> you run from one end of the football butt plug to the other, performing your kinky tricks in front of a stadium full of dirty fans. <laughs> the crowd loves you. The moist cheerleaders run over. Oh. oh. <laughs> Oh my God. And hoist you in the air with their ovaries. <laughs> Su Susan from the other room is like, oh. I'm with her. I'm so, with her. Hey, Rain, you're responsible for ovaries in that one. I don't remember who said moist in the chat room. I didn't read this before I filled it in. Don't blame so, me. I just brought up body parts. It's your fault. <laughs> no. Uh, and then, uh, oh, okay. Sure this isn't like. A Steve Bannon Kickstarter? Uh, it could be. It could very well be. Okay. So, uh, okay. So, uh, so the moi uh, the moist cheerleaders run over and hoist you uh, into the air over uh, on their ovaries. You feel like you're the Ted Cruz's porn collection of the world. <laughs> Instead of King of the World, that is. So, yeah. Of course. <laughs> All right, so this is the first one I found. This is the one I just randomly flipped to in the book. Um, Peter's and responsible for moist. Oh, okay. So <laughs> moist, right, Peter. People, let's not put blame. Let's Wait. not put blame. No, he just admitted to it in chat. So. I'm not blaming no, you. No, no, no. We yeah, all he, came together and we all participated. It's like confessional. Yes, we did. It's like confessional. Um, he was my, my, my fault. So. Yes. <laughs> all right, here we go. Oh, I got to cue something up here uh, for this one because uh, this one uh, right out of the gates is uh, off the charts. Uh, but yeah, this one, I, I, I flipped, first one I flipped open to, Happy Dance. So I thought that was that was good. So anyway, some penises don't say penis in this house. Whistle. Some bidets. Whistle? Some bidets sing. What? Wait. But, some but, bidets sing. Bidets. 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 Okay. Yeah, the, awesome. like the the backwards toilets I've... that wash your beehole. Um, I want to see a singing bidet. Singing bidet. Yeah. I have a new life goal. It's on my so, bucket list. So, uh, but when I'm happy, when I'm in a happy mood, my toes start slurping, my fingers start licking. <laughs> I I feel light on my lubes, and I become a dancing porn. Nice. I may. <laughs> I gotta, I gotta get our music back in here. 
Um, uh, so I become a dancing porn. I may be at the mall and suddenly I'll jump into a fountain, do a suggestive jig, and splash piss everywhere. <laughs> Wait, is this in Russia? Is this at a Trump hotel in Russia? What? Um, or I could be a uh, uh, or I it could be a grocery. I could be grocery shopping with my mom, and I'll suddenly break into uh, some impromptu tap shaking. Rhythmically juggling canned pearl necklaces in the air. Oh my God. <laughs> That's a seizure. School is also great, a, a great place to show off my salty moves. Oh, it looks like I wrote down salty twice. Um, I love to slide down the hallway on my taint. Then I, <laughs> <laughs> I had a dog. I had a dog that used to do that. So, uh, then I spring into the air and uh, cl click my glands together. Well, <laughs> I can't help myself. It seems I was born to make Key West a nicer place, one crusty dance step at a time. My God. Yeah. And you know, there oh is. Oh, my God. See, now I feel sad because Key West is decimated, and that sounds exactly like what Key West would have been before Irma. Well, well, everybody, I recommend they just do a suggestive jig and splash piss everywhere. Um, <laughs> as you do. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it also, uh, you know, there is a, 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 one of the most embarrassing uh, things ever that happened to me. And I don't know the name of it, but I was playing Trivial Pursuit. I got Trivial Pursuit one year for Christmas. And... Um, and I get this one card and I read it to either my mom or my dad. I don't remember who it is. It's like, what does someone who is suffering from blah, blah, blah uh, have? And I'm like, you know, I couldn't understand what the medical condition is. And I'm sure it's, you know, you can find it. I don't didn't memorize it because it was traumatic for me. And I flipped over the card and they didn't get the answer. And I read the answer and it was like, they have two penises. Is what it was. So yeah, that was like that was me. When I, yes, yeah. Don't say penis in this house. Yes, it was. It was. It was. A, it was a, 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 a science and nature question, and so so somebody who has two two wieners. Um, well, I know uh, Polly Orchid is having more than two testicles, but I they don't know what. Could, they could clip, uh, 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 click their glands together if they had uh, if they had this. Uh, uh, very embarrassing thing that I read in Trivia Pursuit. Um, I'm just going to type it in. Cephalia. Uh, uh, Although tr Trump's hands yeah, are probably Dephalia. so small, he'd still have to use both hands. Cephalia. 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 That was it. Cephalicterata or Cephalia, I think is how it's pronounced. I'm going to search huh? for a Trivial Pursuit oh, with Cephalia. Okay. Are you sure you're going to search for that or trivial penis? Because I, I don't think I'm the first person that this, um, uh, you know, has affected. I mean, because I couldn't have been. Because that game was huge in the 80s. Yeah. So. No, we played That's it. I, I, I have memories. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here it is. Here it is. Yeah. Uh, this from uh, uh, GLC Meatball Division Unmentionables, Board Game Geek. What does a man with Defalia have? Yep. And then, yeah, and somebody says we encountered it while playing Trivial Pursuit. So, uh, 
Yeah, so that that oh. happened to me, and that embarrassed that the shit out of me. But yeah, that, so that, that word is easy to break down. Die for two and phala, you know, phallic. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. When I was twelve, not so much. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, so 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 if somebody had dephalia, they could click their glands together. Uh, so it yep. works in and out of Mad Libs. I don't know what you would do. Would you have to put little like uh, little uh, gland taps on them to get them to click? That sounds painful. And I don't even have a penis. <laughs> Ooh. See? Um, don't say penis guys. in this house. <laughs> Clicking glands. Let's see. Yeah, we could. That, that's something we could discuss. Yeah. I sure. That sounds like oh, hardware. Oh, okay. Isn't... Wait a second, Miles. So you're saying that it would not necessarily be painful? No, no. But to accomplish the voice? goal of making no. them click. <laughs> who knows what? Why would anybody? Who knows what the sensitivity click? level is of somebody with two dorks? Uh, apparently, according to Mad Libs, that's the objective. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I well, do not okay. live my life according to Mad Libs. I don't want to see clicking glands. Oh, cats! Cat says she remembers the question too. So I mean, but seriously, yeah. I was twelve and I was like, "What does a man who has dephalia have?" <laughs> and then I turned it over and I turned into my head probably turned into fucking beet red. And I pretend, and I remember, I pretended to say to to not understand what the word penises was. Penises? Penis? I don't know. I think that question is messed up. Let's just do another one. So. If both of them had piercings, then you could technically make them click. There that you go. Thank Problem you. solver. There we go. That's the Problem solver. To get. There you go. There we Thank go. you. Thank you. So, a, yes. A double penis with piercings. Thank oh, you. Oh, now, if, if you yeah. really got, got things moving down there, it could work like, what, what are those perpetual motion balls like businessmen have on their desks? You know? Oh, man. A Goldberg machine involving the A yes. Goldberg machine, okay. yes. Um, if, if they had dephalia um, and polyorchidism. Would that be a so glands? They would have, they would oh have more God. than two testicles and two penises. A Glansberg. So this show is turning into WebMD. It'd be a Glansberg <laughs> machine. Yes. So, yeah. We, we've invented the Glansberg machine. Everybody go see if they we can reserve that website. GlansbergMachine.com. <laughs> <laughs> we've come up with so many awesome website names on this show um and you know but you know what i bet ted cruz has already visited that page and liked it yes mm -hmm. and uh he shared uh that page or at least shared some male semen ah all right that's it <laughs> we gotta wrap things up uh all right so so let's do we'll do alphabetical parting shots tonight as well so uh michelle thank you once again for joining us uh we we uh really you you have been become you and miles have become a wonderful addition to indie media weekly and we are so grateful that uh you guys are tough and ingenious and are able to you know come through uh this uh wretched storm and um and be here to join us and give everybody the update and talk about ted cruz jacking off <laughs> as you do yeah so michelle what's your parting shot we know what ted cruz's parting shot is but we'll give you a different one okay i thank you for those kind words um i really appreciate it i 
I am thankful to everyone that kept in touch with us and we with them over uh, all the different various social media platforms really helped relieve some of my stress because I was freaking out. Um, I am still, uh, there are people out there, some people who have not heard from their loved ones and I just hope that they do within a reasonable amount of time and that everything's okay. My best wishes and my thoughts are going out to those people who haven't gotten closure yet from the storm so please everybody keep keep those sort those sort of people in, in your hearts and just remember the the damage from this storm is going to take a long time to recover from and we are still not at the end of her, hurricane season yet so exactly. keep everybody in your thoughts and hearts and uh we love you all and thank you everyone for the wonderful support you gave us you are welcome uh in you think nothing of it Oh, and by the way, we were wrong. Not Goldberg machine, Newton's cradle. So we got to work on that. Oh, we got to work go. on that. So, uh, although there is some cradling of balls involved in some of this, um, so because Newton's cradle is a cradle with balls, so cradling of balls, it's fine. I'm not saying anything dirty. Uh, well, eight fifty one at Walmart. <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna buy one of these. Miles has now. one on his desk. I need one now. I used to have one, but it was made out of plastic from, and it was from like the '60s. I got it at a yard sale, and it was the biggest piece of shit. <laughs> so, uh, Miles, what's what's your parting shot, sir? Well, Michelle handled all the hurricane stuff very eloquently, so I'll just move on with. Uh, we've got uh, still another storm out there. The storm, you know, it could land, and uh, just keep your eyes on it, and you know. Just take cover if need be. Uh, as far as you know, future. I mean, we've got we've got more stuff to, to you know bear with. I mean, just just soldier on, people. I I really don't know what else to add. It's just just. Uh, I still think we need Glansburgmachine.com. <laughs> I I agree. I, I can see that, and and uh, you know, and, and uh, ha- hashtag it with uh, with uh, the Ted Cruz's name, and uh, yeah. yeah. And Newton's cradled balls. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Newton cradles Benoit balls. There you go. Oh, oh no! <laughs> Who's what? Ben? Is that uh, a thing? <laughs> Benoit <laughs> balls. I, I I remember ads in certain publications. <laughs> that sounds exotic. Uh, <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, I'm not going to say any fucking thing else about that. Uh, all right, Rain, you get the last word on tonight's program. My last word is that in the end, let's just take care of each other. And Agreed. I, you know, I mean that. I mean that seriously. You all know that Bob and I opened up our house and I saw a whole bunch of other friends of mine that were like, if you got no place else to go, come on, come on, we got a home. Yeah. So take care of each other because we should always take care of each other. But this particular administration, I, I just don't have a feeling that they support that that idea of take, taking care of each other. So going forward, Jose doesn't look like it's going to hit the coast. We got another tropical depression happening coming off of africa we'll mm-hmm. see what happens there but yeah. going forward please take care of each other and if it means just saying come up and stay at my house do you need anything 
tell me ahead of time. I can, I can FedEx you food or water or whatever, but we just need to take care of each other. And because we took care of each other, I think that's why so few people died in, in Florida. And, um, I don't think we had that chance in, in, you know, during Harvey in Texas, because that storm just, it was a flood event. And I I do really wish the the government made it clear that it was a flood event early on. But over there in Texas, after that shit went down, people took care of each other. So just take care of each other. Well, and and I want to dovetail off what you said there, Rain, and, and that is... We all support the social safety network, but we're entering dark times where the social yes. social safety net is going to end. So, uh, yes. in certain ways, it already started. It's already begun. Um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, especially with what we're hearing coming out of the Supreme Court and whatnot, yeah. and different programs being slashed and government employees being laid off. Um, so we we you know we want a a strong good government that helps people when they need help and uh we're not always going to have that we're just not because there are so many people who are against that who look at the social safety net as a hindrance whereas we look at it as a value where you know we're folks who we don't need the safety net but We'd like it to be there for everybody who needs it, and God forbid, if we need it someday. So we're glad to pay what we need to pay. Uh, again, you know, I'll say I, I disagree with Tom Hartman about you know um, uh, a lot of things, especially with his his uh, RT stint. But I'll say this: one thing he always got right was you know paying taxes is the cost of admission to a free society. And In the comments. And yes, of yep. course, and in supporting the commons. So, um, yeah, the, what Rain said, and you know, what just the sentiments we've all expressed here. Just do what you can to help anybody in any tiny little way, like Miles and Michelle did, um, mm-hmm. and and that is going to make the world a better place. Even if the shitty Trump cult decides to try and wreck things, good people. Uh, like Miles and Michelle and all of our listeners will be there <laughs> to pick people up and uh, dust them off and do what they can. And my, my voice is cracking. I'm not crying. I'm not crying. I swear to God. <laughs> so I swear I'm not crying. Um, it's okay but, if you are. The bottom line is that we need to take care of each other. We do. Whatever it, you know. Whatever the cost, uh, you know. Whatever the cost. Yeah. So, all right. On that note, though, everybody. Peace, love, strength. We're going to get through this together. See everybody on resist, Friday. Persist and insist. And resist we much. Blueberry pie. That's it. Over and out. Rock and roll. God bless America. Time for go to bed. I'm finished. Goodbye. We now conclude broadcast activities. On behalf of the management and staff, we wish you a pleasant good night. Go away, Baton! Ow! That came out of my penis!